Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Afternoon, Cam Stewart. He's ready. He's locked and loaded. We were just talking. We were just preparing. Aaron and I have been in touch throughout the day. Lots of stuff back and forth. What do we want to do? What would we talk about today? We've got a major, major show planned for you. And um, uh, unfortunately, today on our station, the Baylor Bears did not get their first win in baseball. I did see the uh, Baylor softball fellas got a win over McNeese. Happy to see that. Three to two, I believe it was. So let's go. Let's go, Baylor softball. That's probably oh, one of my favorite teams on campus. Maybe my favorite because uh, Glenn's a great friend and that whole thing. But, uh, Cam, hope you're functioning well. You seem to really have some good focus. I, uh, Thank you. Tough loss today at Globe Life. Uh, Nebraska does have some sluggers, and they hit maybe the most home runs in America last year. I mean, they they have some swashbuckling guys. And, boy, Mason Marriott, Ooh. he, he, I mean, he kept them down. He kept them down. And, I mean, I watched his first at Flow TV. Not a bad product. Not a bad product. Kind of I heard you it. say had... good broadcast. Yeah. I on the social. It. Yeah. I Pat Combs, great Baylor man, former major league pitcher for the Phillies. And uh, former Baylor, great. And then whoever he was with, I like. I kind of liked them. Thought they had a good. They were a good pairing. And then watching Marriott just deal. I watched the first five innings. And it, I mean, it was just like untouchable, untouchable. They finally got to him. I mean, barely got to him. And he goes uh, five uh, and yeah. two thirds. I think two hits. I had like nine or ten punch outs. Whoa. I mean, this that was uh, that was good to see. They lose four to one, but I'm kind of taking today as mostly a positive because both sure. the the starting pitching was tremendous. Yeah, you want the full line here, Matt? I've got it in front of me now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah, for Mason Marriott, five and two thirds, one hit, which ended up coming around to score when the reliever mm. went in. So that's one earned run for Marriott. Two walks, ten strikeouts. Faced 20 batters, 10 of them struck out Damn. with just 82 pitches on the day. Not yeah, bad. You don't want to overtax him first time out. Sure. But And then they kind of hung in there. I mean, it was, it was, they got it to one-to-one in the sixth inning. And then I think in the eighth, maybe Nebraska got it to two-to-one. And then they kind of broke through late, broke through late, a couple more runs there. <clears throat> but, and I want to see what these other teams look like. Tennessee, 
who else is in this thing? There's the third t- or, or uh, Oregon. Oregon. The Ducks yep. in this thing. Yep. Yeah. And then Tech and OU, big... the other Big Twelve teams that Baylor will not yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like baseball. to see how they play. I like to see how they play. Yeah. Those those folks. But uh, I mean, you got to feel good. I hated that note yesterday that we did not note on our air, but it was a good nugget out there that that second baseman, what's his name, Jack. I mean, I was kind of excited about him. He did not. They've. Uh, he's going. He's going to get a medical. Going to take a medical redshirt year. Not going to play this season. And uh, he was. Uh, look. He was thought to be a starter on this team. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just trying to kind of get used to the lineup. There were some folks that were the first at bats, first at bat in Baylor. You know, in their Baylor careers, mm-hmm. and. I, I was excited, by the way, to see Mason Greer in the lineup. Saw him get a base hit. Saw him get his first uh, base hit, hit there. Yeah. And uh, a couple of hits for the Bears. You're right. And son of Rusty Greer. Mm-hmm. And part of one of those great MCC, I believe that national championship team, there he was. Mason was out there doing his thing. Um, so great Juco player. And the son of a legend, son of a Rangers legend. And Aaron and I, Aaron, you remember having Mason on a couple of years ago? That was kind of fun. And, uh, oh, he was great. He was great to have on. So, and then I thought yesterday, um, our visit, our visit with the pitcher for the Bears. I always like it when, uh, and that's uh, Stasio. Cole Cole Stasio. Stasio, big right-hander who has no plan B. Even though he makes like incredible <laughs> grades, he's like, nope, no plan B. We're play, we're trying to play pro baseball here. Comes from a pro baseball family. His dad was in the Red Sox organization, and I thought that was kind of fun. Mom, his mom, Mama St- uh, Stasio, was on the socials last night. Like, hey, great interview, great interview. Nice. I thought that was kind of neat. That's a big yeah. endorsement. Yeah. The moms, you like. I like the players. I like when the players' parents are following us and all yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, and good for my our man Max. You know, turning that around quickly. I mean, I am not a I'm not a guy that always follows. I know that'll shock you, um, that Cam that I don't always follow protocols, <gasps> and yet, yet some of these guys, Brent, and I mean, and uh, and then our man Max. And and uh, obviously our man Roberts over there on basketball, oh, yeah. they're just and and of course Katie and the gang really like a Matt lot. Matt Roberts' uh, birthday tomorrow, by the way. I don't know if that made JMO's list today, but Matt Roberts wanted me to put that out on the airwaves today. His birthday's he tomorrow. Not, He'll be he celebrating in Morgantown, West Virginia. <laughs> that does not sound like something he would. And ask then you taking to do. <laughs> what I found is probably the second longest flight in the current Big Twelve. I think Orlando to Provo is a little bit longer, but they go from Morgan Morgantown to Provo on Sunday. Yeah, turn around and, and is that they got to do a couple of these two steps? Is that BYU game? Um, um, remind me, is that Monday or Tuesday? Thankfully, it is Tuesday. Okay, so it's they have not a tiny one of those bit of, crazy turnarounds. Yeah, they've got a couple of those coming up. Like the, yeah, everyone the, gets you know. Them. And they got one involving, I think, Houston, you know, as part of the quick turnaround, and then and then another one that's like, oh, I think Texas and Kansas, Kansas and Texas, Kansas yeah. and then Texas, both at home, yeah. thankfully, in for that March. One. 
Well, we're going to be all over those. Oh, you you know just, it, man. I I envision a a day when those two seats I always see up there is a ESPN Central Texas. And uh, had a couple of great seats for us in this last one. I envision you being right by my side. Oh, boy, I can't wait. For those games. By the way, that kinda... that other one that we were talking about, that other uh, Saturday, Monday, it is next weekend. That is Houston at home and then at TCU, big Monday. Yeah. 8, 8 p.m. I... on Monday. That's, that's oof, That is a four-game stretch right there. Three of them at home, which is great. But Houston, TCU, Kansas, Texas. How do you think the TCU, the Schollmeyer Arena, their new arena compares to our sparkling new facility, the Foster Pavilion? Uh, have you been to Schollmeyer? I I did. I have, and it was one of the first years. I was like a freshman or a sophomore. Okay, so it was one of the first years it was open after they left. What you think? Fort Worth ISD. I well, at the time I thought, <laughs> wow, this is really this is. Do you remember that Fort Worth ISD? <laughs> I thought that was a joke you threw in there. No, they they was, played at I thought, whatever I thought, Fort Worth ISD plays right. at, uh, one of those event centers. My dad thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Is a big FWISD <laughs> on the court. They're playing Kansas. <laughs> anyway, I went and I... No, I, but I think they had that Colwell... No, they had that... They got that Dickies Arena. Surely they were using that. That's I don't nice think they were. Place. Dickies is really nice. We went there for the tournament. A they were years over ago. at really nice. uh, something that's like grind G R E I N E or something grind griner something like that. That's what that's their that's their main uh, place over there for, for the ISD. Oh, continue though. What did you yeah, think? So what was your take on it? I, I thought it was nice, and at the time, I was like, man, this is what Baylor should have. Um, yeah. But now, comparing it to the Foster Pavilion, it's—I mean—it's not nearly as nice. It would—it would be like if instead of building the Foster, they had renovated the Farrell Center. Like it's very similar to the sight lines and everything, but it's just you know a little bit smaller, a little bit closer to the court, and like it's nice in that sense. Um, but yeah, it's you know it's nothing Don't, to write home about. I I'd think say. they have a, a messed up court design. Like, I'm not a big fan of the weird Oregon, and maybe Stanford has some weird stuff. I'm trying to think who has, like, horrible courts. And I kind of think TCU did some weirdness. Yeah, they've got the, the weird only, scaly thing. Yeah, it I would say cool. the only thing that's weird to me about the pavilion court, and I love it. I like the way it looks. I like the, the lettering. Like, I, <laughs> I think it's kind of odd. To have like the first year we were formed at the free throw line, like I don't, like I'm just wondering for people that don't know what that is that are just always like, oh, 1845. Like, did they immediately yeah. think, well, Baylor, is that the year Baylor was formed, or, or do they, is that like, are they thinking like, is that Texas Independence? What, what is? Do they I, use four-digit area codes in Texas? <laughs> Something like that. I don't, like, why Why did that seem important? Like, why was that, like, hugely important to the people that designed our court? And we're like, tell you what we ought to do. We ought to put the year we were formed. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, you didn't really need to put anything there. I think that's it's what they probably odd. thought. Like, we got to put something there. It's, an, uh, it's like... 
your 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 home office. You're like, gotta you know the walls are bare. Got to put something up there, and then you just decide to put like a weird wildlife photo up or something. Nice. Um, By the way, I've, I've got pictures of this place. It is Wilkerson Gr- Greens or Grinds, grinds however you say that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't Wilkerson look like grinds. a Big 12 basketball arena. I'll say that. I, I looked in on their Wikipedia page for TCU because I was like, I want to say like, you know, 2014 they were playing there. So I look up their 13-14 season, and those Horn Frogs finished with a record of 9-22, and 0-18 oh, in Big 12 play. <laughs> Those poor guys, man. Just like three months yeah. without winning a basketball game and playing in in that arena. Yeah, it looks it looks like a, a an uh, I don't know what to say. It's kind of like a theater, a big one, albeit, but it it just doesn't look like Big yeah. Twelve basketball. UT Arlington should be playing there. <laughs> UTA actually has a nice place. Yeah, it's yeah, not bad. UTA has a cool Arlington Hall or whatever they call it, but it's a neat place. Um, would you guys? How's Aaron functioning? Does he look? Is he pretty? He's alive. Uh, Cam, is he doing fine? I mean, yeah, I just hadn't heard enough from him. Aaron, um, hope you've had a great day. You sounded very chipper when we first spoke earlier today, and I hope that continues right up until six o'clock. Is everything? Is everything great in your world? <laughs> it is. I was gonna. You know, joke around and say, hey, I'm over it. But no, I'm in a good mood. Good day. <laughs> in fact, when, when you checked in, Matt, right before the we went on the air, yeah. Aaron's like, yeah, it's been a good, it's been fine. I know. And then he was like, no, no. He doubled down. He said, no, this I has know. been a good day. I think I Aaron went to the library or something. He's been big on the <laughs> library lately. Really? Yeah, yeah. My man, Aaron. He reads some interesting stuff. I'm, I was in the late days of the Drake Toll Show. I know we're not supposed to say that name. Uh, the late days of the Drake Toll Show, I pitched a segment where we just we talked about Whatever what Aaron was, was watching reading. on YouTube, or in this case, reading. He consumes some really interesting stuff. Yeah. So well, we've talked something about to think his, about, Matt. Something to think about. His algorithm. I mean, he's a late night <laughs> YouTuber. Yes. And uh, and then and and there's a, he's always into some interesting stuff there. So there's no. There's no telling. There's no telling what, but I don't know about his reading habits, so I'll be interested to hear more about that. I got to say, I was a little upset. I thought I'd get both of y'all's take on this. The Billis Index was just released today. Jay Billis, who before Aaron worked with me, and before you did, Cam, Jay came on one time. And really? If, if everyone, sometimes people go, well, who's the most difficult guest you ever had, or who's this or that? Oh, and no. We had a we had an issue getting him on a few years ago. It was that time when Baylor and Kansas had the uh, had the they one. It was like one and two in the country, and ESPN that game day was game here. Massive game day game, yeah. And like so 2020. I got Jay, and I was really excited. And for whatever reason, we couldn't pot him up. Like it just wasn't going to work. Oh no! And so he literally says. Call me back if you guys ever figure something out. Like just like that. Uh, and so Simcox and I were already just like, oh no, this is bad. This is interesting. So I it tried like to execute it on my phone. I tried to like record it via my phone, and I let off. I kind of soft shoot in, like Jay. This has to be kind of like, man. I don't know how often this happens. I mean, is it somewhat rare? You know, to have. That you know, for you to get one versus two, thinking that's kind of a 
that's not like a, you know, it's not, it's kind of a softball. Just right. kind of get the thing going to which he's like, done it a lot, done it a lot. I mean, I've probably done it, you know, 10, 15 times oh, in my career. And I'm just like, what a guy. This, yo, this is weird. I, Jay Billis and I, and I have some weird connections. Like, it's always, he comes across like he's so nice and everything. Now, the nicest guy was, um, the guy that was uh, that they laid off, that played at Notre Dame and the Nuggets, um, what was his name uh, Low? Was it Lorenzo? What was that guy? You know who used oh, to be on the yes. game day? Um, um, oh man, Lafonso, Lafonso Ellis. Ellis. Yeah, I mean like it. the opposite. Like you could say, Lafonso, do you mind holding on the line for twenty five minutes before we get to you? Yeah, I'd love to do that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like the nicest ever. You want to I mean, hear one about time I had one time I had uh, who's the other guy? Who's the coach that's on there? Greenberg on the game day. I had Seth Greenberg on, and I made a mistake of making making a. There's two people you never want to make a Rick Barnes joke to, oh, him and Cooperstein. One time I made some <laughs> Twitter joke about up. Rick Barnes and Cooperstein, who's a good friend of mine, like. Just just throws haymaker at me on on Twitter. I mean, just comes at me like hardcore. But anyway, the Billis Index. I'm sorry, Cam. Were you about to say something? I was going to say, do you want to hear my weird connections to Jay Billis? I've never oh, met what him. Do you have? But what do you have? Uh, so my dad used to brag when Billis was on TV when I was a kid. He's obviously still on TV. Uh, that my my dad used to brag that he did laundry with Jay Billis. When they were at Duke together, they used the same laundry facility. Jay Billis, Mark Allery, don't know if you remember that name, Mark Allery, and former defensive player, national defensive player of the year, and longtime Harvard head coach Tommy Amaker. Yeah. Uh, So that's one. And then I, a couple years ago, this is topical because I told you my future mother in law is in town. One time when I was visiting them in Charlotte, where they live, um, we saw, we brought out my girlfriend's high school yearbook and it was a small enough private school that they had like these kind of big layouts in the yearbook instead of just your typical headshot and whatever underneath. So there was two people on this page of the yearbook. It was her and it was Jay Billis's son. They went to the same school and they get Christmas cards from the Billises every year. And yet well, I can't nice. land them on my show. But there you go. Yeah. There's your nice little connections. Well, and if I've you asked him, him how, if he did laundry, yeah, I, done it 10, 15 had, times. Yeah, I've had him several times, and it's it's like a it's like getting on the. I mean, you just have to be ready because you don't know, and you see him on the air on TV, and just think, man, he's going to be so nice, and he's just he's just he. Mm. I think he may be an okay guy. But he's just not as pretty matter of fact. I can tell yeah, from yeah, like he's yeah, talking real, head stuff. Yeah, but if again, you ever like saw on that air, he's kind of nice. Yeah. Now, on that Saturday thing they do or Big Monday, have you seen who they have doing? The, it's not Holly Rowe lately. They have somebody else with them, and it's really interesting. It, I, it, she's delightful, but she uses a notebook, which I'm okay with. I'm like, it's kind of like okay. I like. I like my, like, if somebody's taking my order, I really don't, I'm not impressed by people that can remember orders. I would prefer you write it down. Okay. Well, I've never, I haven't seen anybody do this in a long time. 
she works only off notes. So they try to get, they try to like have her on, but then break away from her when she goes to her notes. And but they always mess it up and get her catch her like diving down. This would be like me if they well, it'd be like if I had notes, but she boy, she's just really committed to that note. And but like see, you, with her, the viewer, like it's fine as the viewer, I like I don't fine. care if she's looking I down honestly, at her notes and pops back up. I honestly up. think it's fine, yeah. But they're so used to when they do their right. quick hits. They're so used to put staring at the camera and giving like about a 30 to 40 second little hit, right? Right. What we're used to, Chris Budden, Holly Rowe, and so it's a little funny to see the note taker, to have the big notepad yeah. and, and looking at the notes and all that. And the truth is, you've done TV, Cam. I have, All yeah. those people out in the field have notes and stuff, but they try to kind of, when they're doing their reports, you know, they, mm-hmm. try, to, they try to put it away. And yeah. then when the camera's you know when- off of them... They're back on notes sometimes. Yeah, you know when the camera's going off because you're the ones uh, writing it. Of course, in a sideline report, that's not the case. But, yeah. yeah. Yep, always have it on the phone, always have it in front of you. Mm -hmm. That's what Parcells, who I'm sure you, coming from where you came, a lot of people kind of worship Bill being that part of the country, and he had some time. Second favorite Bill. With the the Patriots. But his big joke with news anchors, he, he did not, he had way more respect for writers than news anchors because he in his estimation all they did was read the news and he could not understand yeah. like how that was I a like talent like, like to sit take. there and read a teleprompter but the truth is those people you have to make it look natural and you ha- I think it is a skill and I think those the reason why everybody talented. can't do it yes but I yes. usually have more respect for writers I'm not gonna lie even as a tv yeah. man myself all right, the Billis Index, and we'll get in because I have we, a few, we have a few comments about Brittany on Sunday. Where is um, where do you think Billis has the Bears? He goes number one through number sixty-eight on the Billistrator Index. Now we know the Bears are ranked right now. What twelfth in the 12th. country or something yep. like that? Okay, where do you think the Billistrator has them? Ooh. I'm going to go naive here. I'm going to go like 15. He saw them. He's only seen them against Kansas live. Oh, no. He's, uh, oh, you know what? I think the two games were earlier. Kansas and Duke that he saw them against. Okay. Okay. Live. Um, Those are both lost. Where do you think he has them? 15. So, oh, you said it. Sorry. 17. 17. Okay. He's not that high on the Bears. He says on the defensive end... Baylor will mix man and zone, but this group has not proved as stingy as past Baylor teams. And in Big 12 play, Baylor ranks 11th in effective field goal percentage defense. Huh. He's getting, he's getting. Now he really went on to say a, had a bunch of stuff here, um, and he went on to say the yeah he's talking about Walter. He said, but he has been keyed upon in Big 12 play and is averaging only 11.7 points and shooting just 30% from the floor. Ray J, he talked about, uh, says, Baylor fights, plays hard, and has the chance to improve down the stretch. Now, you might say, who is the Billistrator high on? Like, who might he be excited about? I'll tell you who he's real, like, way lower than the polls suggest. 
for whatever reason, and see, that's why I kind of like these lists, because mm-hmm. he does not go with what the people are ranking these teams. He's got Marquette number 16. Ooh. I think Marquette's like number four in the country they right are. now. Yeah. Now, he's got Iowa State 15, which is not too shocking. Here's a team he's high on, though, from the Big 12. BYU. Okay, interesting. He's got BYU number 14. I think that's higher than they are in the polls. Yes, 19, um, I think, in the polls. Cougars have made believers out of the, the out of the league, and he's he's big on their three point shooting, and the and they take they take care of the ball. Baylor is hit or miss, aren't they? When they when yep. it comes to taking care of the ball, here's a team I think. Well, okay, not shockingly, he's got Duke at ten. Let's see who he has high that we might not like, we might not love as much. I bet he has Carolina very high. He's got. Bama way high at number really? seven. He's high on Tennessee at six. He likes Auburn. He loves UNC at five. He's always going to be high. And then, I see again. I don't quite understand. He, oh, he he, lo- he does love Auburn. He's he loves Arizona. He's got Arizona three, and I don't know where Arizona is. Because Arizona plays in a horrific conference. Yeah, pretty bad. But he's got bad, them bad, yeah. th- three, and he's got the Cougars at four. That's pretty high. That's the Houston Cougars. Yeah, yeah, Not I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, the Houston Cougars. Um, did you know in that game at Allen Fieldhouse, Kansas committed 18 turnovers to Houston's three? What? Yet still won and that one game by going away. Yeah, I didn't remember that. I didn't remember that either. I mean, they, yeah, I mean, I guess they had the ball a lot, more, a little bit more possessions. Yeah. They were rebounding I, so well. I, I just don't know. I don't really understand why Houston, I know they're good. They, they've got a good record in the Big 12, but I don't see it. I, I, they got two guards I love, and they got a bunch of big dudes that I love. I really do. But like, if 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 you get a team that can score and they and you can get them, get and maybe that's the thing. Most teams can't get on top of them. But this is not a team that can come back on you. They're not built to do that. But they are built to sit on you uh, with that defense. Okay, strong opening. That was fun. That was fun. Thanks. Here we are. Here we are. We we started the show and now it's like three thirty. All right, uh, we do have NFL blitz. But real quick, let's start setting you up. For Sunday's Sunday afternoon, a huge day in the life of the Baylor Bears. We discuss next. Baylor Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears hit the road in Big 12 play, headed to Morgantown to take on West Virginia Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hey, Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Save big on your next pre-owned car or truck at Richard Carr. Well-qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2021 Nissan Versa for $196 a month or a pre-owned 2021 Buick Encore for $286 a month or a pre-owned 2018 Chevy Silverado for $360 a month. 100 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles are on the lot and priced to sell. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the new year, new ride, pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450. 
to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. No, I just want to see us all compete together and, uh, you know, Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, NFL Blitz Package uh, coming up. We might need to run down the latest on the Kansas City uh, shooting at the Chiefs Parade. Those juveniles have been charged, and uh, that news coming out a little, little while ago, and we'll bring you up to date on all of that, and um, I mean, just ridiculous nature of all that uh uh taylor swift doing a cool thing and uh the uh, shooting victims family made a made a large donation and um that's uh uh hundred thousand dollars really really a cool great gesture and uh uh that just and did not ask i mean i think i think they just can you imagine going through a gofundme and just all of a sudden Two fifty thousand dollar donations uh, came in, and um, and then everybody. It, it, I guess it was under they were posted under the singer's name, and so then everybody tried to start running to her representatives to find out if it was her. And Associated Press has independently verified the post that it was indeed her, and um, the messages she put on there very nice, very very nice. So. Um, uh, I think that's a, I think that's a great thing. Um, now, what's happening Sunday, Cam, Aaron? I mean, this is this is a big afternoon. Um, Baylor's playing Texas Tech, but the big news is Brittany Griner's jersey will be retired, number forty-two. You say, why did it take so long? Well, for the longest time, there was a rule in place that you had to graduate. A lot of coaches have had that, not just Coach Mulkey. She did graduate, I believe, officially in 2019. Uh, in fact, Cam, you might have been. Were you part of that ceremony? Uh, or, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a classmate of mine, Brittany, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Okay. Senior year 2013, and we, uh-huh. we graduate together. Okay, nice. And I think this is going to be – It's going to. I mean, it's going to be a chance for everybody to come out and – and you know, um, I think people wondered was ba- what was Baylor was Baylor doing enough when she had been detained in Russia was in that prison, and that is uh, debatable. I think um, I think everybody tried to get involved and do the best they could, but at that time, all you could really do is send your best wishes. Hey, hey, hope everything's okay over there. So I think all the people that were real angry at Baylor, I don't know. I mean, they weren't going to send a task force or go parachute in there and try to break her out. Um, but I, I think Nikki did kind of step up, and and really with the patches and and um, and and then when she was released, taking the uh, her players up there to see her uh, play and and be around her and spend time with her, and and I think that's helped kind of maybe bring her back and. And 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 maybe think more fondly of her time at Baylor. It did not, you know, at the end she had such an incredible career, but she had some. She did not 
appreciate some things about um, uh, about her experience. She made that well known. I don't want to get too far into all that, but I think it's um, I I just am. I, I know a lot of people are like. I think it's like. Well, they, they can't stand Kim now, and so it's all Kim's fault that this didn't right, happen. Right. And they love Brittany, and it's like none of these things, there's always something, there's a little gray there's involved here. Yeah. Yes, there's more to the story than, oh, Kim's, and if, if, if you're predisposed to think Kim's horrible, you're going to think Kim's horrible. Some of the fans at Baylor still, you know, miss Kim, and I get mm-hmm. that too. So you got both sides of that. But let's all, I hope we can kind of all come together and celebrate the greatest player in Baylor women's history. I mean, it was no. uh, it was incredible. The run they went forty and zero that one year, and and she was not only was she the best at Baylor, but she was the best player in the country. And in, in a, when we see Caitlin Clark now, and how cool that was last night. She set the all you know had the huge record and did it from the logo, made a big three to do it. That was a great scene. And and so, in a sense, um, Brittany was Caitlin before Caitlin. Yeah. I mean, she was – and, again, she didn't have the the outside game and all that. And um, In terms of the star and, and – Oh, yeah. And she won. Could you know, dunk. Caitlin went to the national championship game last year. But that was the big thing, was she could dunk, right? I mean, that was the thing that put her on the radar. And then you watch and you're like, oh, yeah, well – she also is the best player in the country, too. She doesn't just happen to be able to dunk. Uh, but, I mean, a, f- a phenomenon, Matt. Like, when she came onto the scene, it's just, it was like something out of the movie Juana Man. You'd never seen a girl dunk. Uh, and here she is doing it basically on a nightly basis and just couldn't go near her. She was going to score on you no matter what. And she was, you know, sometimes blocking up to almost up to 10 shots in, in some games. Like, she was incredible. Yeah, she may have had a triple-double with blocks. I think she did. At one point in high school, she had a quadruple-double. Think about that. That's that's incredible. <laughs> I feel like the only... I, I think the only NBA player that ever... Came close to something like that. Uh, Olajuwon sure. did something insane like that. But yes, um, I I hope we can all be there. It'll be a great crowd. Uh, the ceremony. I I I mean, you know, selfishly, I wish you would talk to us. I mean, I I just feel like I we're going to have Bryce on later, and I may ask him about this. I mean, it's just like all these media folks that were. And I was not one of them, okay? I don't want to pretend. But that we're, like, at almost every game and following her every word and all that kind of stuff. Like I For I, four I, years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, I mean, it, like if you did five minutes of media, it would not be that big of a deal, but whatever. And, okay? and to also. Maybe, maybe some thought is that maybe the, maybe she just wants to avoid any controversy or anything that could possibly come up about her time at Baylor, whatever. And and that's that's okay. I mean, this is about her celebrating her, and so I should not make it about the media. But it it's it's. But it this is bummed, the world we live in. You and I. It bums me out a little bit. I and, will say. I just want to be upfront about it that she's not gonna like spend a, at least a little time just to give. Right. Even if it's just like a pool reporter, and we send Bryce in there. 
we send Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib. Like Bryce gets to ask some questions, we submit. Who knows? Right. And I and just want yes. Even just for for Brittany's sake, like you know, to kind of uh, maybe giving her side of the story is a bit is a weird way to put it, but you know, to just I'm interested how she feels. It's been an up and down relationship with Baylor on both ends of yeah. this, on her end, on Baylor's end. Now she gets this day. We we don't know who's going to be there in terms of like people who are around her career. We, we don't know. Um, Surely, and so I mean, I hope some of just, her teammates. I've been I'd asking, so. and yeah. and um, and I just have not gotten to the bottom of that. I really hope, and who knows, maybe somebody else surprise her. Um, no, not that person. But <laughs> I. <laughs> but I. Uh, Although that person is going to be in College Station. That's so. That's Hour pretty close. What time's their tip? Monday is the game. Oh, oh, You oh, come okay. in Sunday, get there early. I don't think she would want to do it. Probably I, I know what a moment. Go, I know, but I think <laughs> I think it would be, yeah, it would be too much. I think, I think. I think the reasoning would be there'd be a lot of reasons, but, huh. but yeah, not she would get one of them would be not to upstage. Yeah, she would get drugged. Away. Even if she had good intentions, she would get drugged for yeah trying to sh- show up and be the star attraction, no matter what. Oh yeah, Boy, that you're would right, be a, Aaron. It'd be like, oh, she tried to steal the show, but then she's also gonna for not showing up. It'll be like, look yeah, who didn't show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. look There's who wasn't no there. Yeah, they got her a national championship. Won her a lot of games. Look who didn't show up. So, yes, yes, whatever. But she, hey, she could take it. She could take all that. But I I am excited to see what the presentation looks like, what all Baylor does. It's a neat day. And good for Nikki. I mean, for, for kind of taking charge, pushing this thing. And I think her WNBA ties to Brittany, you know, played a big role in that. And, uh, and 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 Nikki's done a good job. Now, you got to go win a a basketball game. It's a this big game. Team, yeah. This team was number four in the country, and they probably they probably will be out of the top twenty five. If they're in it, they'll be number twenty five. This is not a very good looking basketball team right now at all. And um, trending and in the wrong direction. W- yes. Yes. And so need to get something going and get on a little bit of a streak. I. There was a famous moment that happened against Texas Tech involving Brittany, and so I, 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 I would. That's one thing I'd almost like to ask. That's probably why she doesn't want to do any media. But uh, a a very infamous and famous altercation with a Tech player that we will never forget. Those of us that follow the women's game and follow Baylor women's basketball, yes, it was a, it was an interesting moment, but. Uh, she dropped somebody. I wish I could remember her name, the Texas Tech player. But, yeah, it was like, you better not mess with Brittany Griner. And I believe she uh, was out for at least a couple of games. But here comes Texas Tech. And I think of Texas Tech. I think of the legacy. I think uh, Marsha Sharp back in the day. I think of Cheryl Swoops. Oh, yep. um, that was women's basketball. Tech was uh, was doing it even before – Golly, I remember my tech buddies when when that happened, when they won the national title, they were climbing on that Will Rogers statue. Like, I mean, it that was big doings out there in Lubbock. That was enormous uh, when they won it all. And then, of course, Baylor 
uh, wins three of them and should have won yeah, probably a couple more. Uh, it's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Cam Stewart doing his thing. It is time for a little NFL blitz package that is next. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor softball headed to Lafayette for a three-game series against Louisiana. Games Friday at 6, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon on 101.3 FM. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bears softball on 101.3 FM. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Richard Supply City Details. Richard Carr Motors is turning 25, and we're celebrating with our anniversary savings event. Get a premium ride in uncommon style for a common price in a Buick Envision. Right now, save $4,750 on a new 2023 Buick Envision at Richard Carr Buick. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days. Call now, get here now, or log on now and get 25th anniversary sales savings on a new Buick at Richard Carr today. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Hey, Central Texas, the next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations. Each are Hellberg Barbecue specials. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at hellbergbarbecue.com. The NFL Blitz Package, a reminder at 420. Now, we got Bryce Cherry coming up at 4. Cam's all over that. I mean, we Bryce is, Bryce has really become one of the dean of local riders, <laughs> especially with uh, John Werner retiring, although I still see him at games all the time. It's, not, it's kind of a soft retirement. Retired when it's hiking season. <laughs> if we know right. John, you know. And then we are giving away... Uh, two tickets, and we're going to need some Cam Stewart trivia 
to, to do this. Uh, at 420 today, we'll give away two tickets to our Legends of Texas Whiskey Festival Saturday night at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, this is these, it's a value of 125 bucks, and there'll be 12 Texas distillers pouring samples, food, music, outdoor cigar lounge, um, and, like, unbelievable. Larry Durker, the famous Astros Larry Durker, I guess. Tony Franklin, very famous um, old kicker, if that's the one I'm thinking of. Seth Russell, famous Baylor quarterback. They'll be the judges, and it's going to be a huge contest. And these tickets, man, this is a hot ticket, all right? And uh, it's 7 to 10 p.m. We're going to give away two tickets. And um, that's very, very exciting. So I um, – um, and just thanks to Bruce Geetson, who's a huge part of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, is uh, one of the board – oh, he sits on the board over there. And then he's, a, he's one of the chairpersons of this big event. So very excited to do that. We'll do that at 420. Aaron Sexton is keeper of all NFL headlines. Aaron, what do we have today? Las Vegas Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo is being suspended two games for violating the NFL's performance-enhancing substances policy. According to Adam Schefter's report earlier today, Garoppolo will not appeal the suspension and will miss the first two games of next year. The policy violation is said to be related to Garoppolo using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exception from the league. Sources said the Raiders are expected to release Garoppolo before the fifth day of the new league year in mid-March when he would earn an $11.25 million roster bonus. Garoppolo also has an $11.25 million base salary guaranteed for 2024, but now that could be voided because of this suspension. I think think you should appeal it, Matt. I think he is his, appealing it. His, no, he said he's not. He said he's not appealing it. Oh, you're but, right. He, but I his did performance that. clearly, if it was enhanced, it was a sham because he's not any good. I, I think he should make that argument in court. <laughs> That's a new lane, like taking PEDs just to be good enough to be a professional instead of being a professional <laughs> and taking them to be a great one. <laughs> just to I'll get, just to get a that have done bonus. that. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like the defense. I think and. That's You're still totally right. He is not going to appeal this, that which they usually try to, and they usually claim it was some kind of diuretics. Oh, hey, taking some. I mean, it'll be like some it was horse in a protein kind of shake. something yeah. they give the horses. Somebody said, "Man, I bet it's Adderall." Okay, whatever. But you got to get a a deal for it. It's not. They're pretty lenient these days on uh, on pot. On marijuana. Sure, I mean, you know, yeah. not soon enough for our old buddy Josh Gordon. Ruined his career. Man just wanted to toke a little bit and Ahead run routes and be great. And they ruined his career. Man was just could not get off the off the marijuana. But uh, I don't think Jimmy G's. I wonder. I don't know. What do you think, Cam? What do you think he was putting? Or do you think could he have been smoking those mushrooms or whatever uh what does Aaron Rodgers uh, do, Aaron? Is that is that uh, Oaxaca? Ayahuasca. 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 I like that. I went to a camp called that one time. Uh, Kim, what what do you think Jimmy took? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they outline it. I, got, I, don't, I don't know. It's prescription. Okay. There's 
not yeah. really prescription yeah. antibiotics. I've been, I've been. It could have been a prescription before. for something that not possibly yeah. covers up steroid use, like a diuretic. Maybe that has happened before. Not what's the one? What's the, the case, one that can cure COVID? Eat. Ivermectin. Eat. That it? <laughs> for Maybe what was it? What was that one that, that the that people were all into with COVID? It was ivermectin. ivermectin. I think that was it. Trump, like you like use it on Trump horses. And, huh? The stuff Trump when he got it, uh, didn't he? He was throwing a lot of stuff at his, but I can't remember. Was that? Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, I just can't think exactly what that was called. Now I think we're hot on the trail of what Jimmy G was taking. I think we're pretty close. <laughs> I wonder if it, if methylprednisone, like when I have the makings of a sinus infection. Oh, we hear it on the radio station. <laughs> we hear it on the I promos. Try to, oh, that's right. The promo <laughs> talks about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh, the new promo needs to be here. And when he, when, uh, we, need to, we need to do more of those drops. Would Scott, would Scott credit First of all, I for... want to thank Matt Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like works. that. By the way, I played tennis today in some Baylor football like those the shorts they issue for the kids that come to junior camp uh-huh in a football camp like i that's what i use today don't ask me how i secured these but uh okay. and, and, and went out there and had some success all right so keep wearing them i think well it'd be a little I, well, yeah i'll probably wash them at some point but yes no not till you really, lose i wish i wish you could see these cam these i think you would really appreciate these when we do tennis right. next week i'll see them Okay, cool. Do you play? Uh, not at your level, but that's how my my athletic high school friends and I stayed stayed competitive on college Ooh. summer breaks. We played tennis. Nice. All right. We'll it's one of those, like, you know, I'm not going to say it's easy to play, but it's easy to kind of pick up, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. easy to play at, like, a rec league Great. level. You can be competitive. Right. Great exercise, right. and you don't feel like, yeah, you're not – you're not dead at the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, like if you can't pick up basketball after being off 10, 15 years like I have. <laughs> but you can right. a, go back to playing tennis. Yeah, yeah, people who pick up a basketball after a decade almost to a person end up with some type of injury. Yeah. I'm about like 10 years off from my, yeah, my last regular pickup game. Same. Oh, I might not even yeah, remember played, how to shoot it. I played well into my 30s, and I probably mm-hmm. finished up about 37. I retired. I didn't even know but you were in well into your 30s, Matt. Same for me. <laughs> That's right. Not far removed from that. Yeah. All right, Aaron, what else do we have on the NFL front? Good news for an NFL legend. Newly elected to the Pro Bowl. Former Chicago Bears defensive tackle Steve McMichael is expected to be released from the hospital soon. He uh, suffers from ALS, oh. and uh, he, but he is uh, he's responding to antibiotics after being hospitalized for a urinary tract infection. Yeah, infection, and he's expected to be released in the upcoming days. Michaels was admitted into intensive care yesterday. He's also have having fluid removes move from his loans. He announced his diagnosis of ALS, also Lou Gehrig's, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease, back in 2020. Just devastating disease, yeah. too. Well, yeah, it's great, great to see Texas him get Longhorn. into the uh, all great yeah. Longhorn 
great member of the 85 team, goes into the pro football. One of the great Patriot follies from back in the day. They drafted him and cut him before like his second season, and he ends up (laughs) playing like 10 years in Chicago for the best defense ever is there, wins the Super Bowl against the Patriots. That that was classic Patriot back in the day. Did you know his nickname? No. Mongo. There you go. Yeah. Not to be confused with another Big 12 player. He was Mongo. The actual Mongo. And he, I think he was Bam Bam as well back in the day. I feel like he was, uh, Mon- Mongo makes me think of, was it, was it Mondo or Mongo in Blazing Saddles? Mongo. Aaron? Yeah, that would that would be it. Mongo. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, the same. That would be Mongo. the name. Mongo. Yeah, so the one that punched where Which is Alex Karras, Iowa State. That's right. Yeah. I'm a Detroit Lion. Yeah. And beloved sitcom star. Of course. Webster. Which is one of the great Family Guy moments ever, is Alex Karras and Webster. But we won't get into that. Matt doesn't watch the show. <laughs> he wouldn't get it. We'll tell you when you're older, Matt. <laughs> All right. It is uh, it is the Mosley Show, Cam Stewart and Aaron. Uh, and we need to get uh, Aaron Sexton. We need to get going here. Bryce has a busy, busy Friday. He's got a bunch of stuff on his plate this evening. Bryce Cherry, known as the sports editor at the Waco Trib, joins us next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi ribeye chicken fried steak. Their chili relleno is famous and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish where I-35 and the Brazos River meet the Brazos Landing, Waco. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville in Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. 
Morrison's Gifts and would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. Your home for the world champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bryce Cherry. He's a busy man. He is a sports editor, the Waco Trib. He's got a new column up talking about Scott Drew. Very positive, very positive column. Uh, Bryce, welcome back to the Mosley Show. Uh, and uh, also say hi to Cam Stewart, the newest member of the show. And we're breaking him in. And uh, he's he's really been, he had a strong start last week, then had to take Thursday and Friday off. But he's back, and he's he's had a really solid week this week. So, Bryce, I know you'll be very welcoming to young Cam. Yeah, I saw Cam earlier today at the uh, Baylor uh, men's basketball press conference. So We made up about half uh, that crowd, Bryce. Yeah, that's right. Literally, that's I think. Right. Yeah. Matt Mosley, great evaluator of talent, great developer of talent. That's, that's what he's trying to get at. 
Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, my last guy I brought on lasted about three weeks, but Cam, <laughs> I think Cam's already I'm halfway out, there. Yeah, Cam's already about halfway there. But uh, Bryce, this this is an interesting time for uh, well Baylor basketball in general with Brittany, and we'll talk about that in a minute. With, with the Bears needing to go and heading out on this little road trip here, and uh, it's kind of a long road trip, right? They'll end up out there in Provo. On Tuesday, they'll go they'll go play the Mountaineers. Like I, I have a hard time because that's going to be both these games will be tough. But if if you if you could win two here, Bryce, you could start kind of formulating a plan for truly being in this conference race. Because I I don't I don't think Houston's going to run away and hide, and obviously Kansas is not. So if you could if you could win these two games. I I think I think there's a shot that that Baylor could win this conference. Are you having the same kind of feeling? Well, certainly, if you, if you win, you know, two straight on the road. I mean, I think you're uh, sitting pretty. I mean, obviously, you would still have some some tough games ahead against the likes of Texas and Kansas and Houston. So, uh, you know, I mean, it it's it's going to be a grind. Uh, even if they end up splitting these two or, um, but yeah, I mean, if you, if you win two, uh, you put yourself in great shape. I mean, they're sitting there at seven and four in the conference and Iowa state and Houston are eight and three. So it's anybody's ball game. I mean, uh, you know, this league, um, I think that, you know, you could win or you could lose five games and maybe win the conference. So, I mean, that maybe just six. speaks to, yeah, maybe six. Maybe, you're right. I mean, it just speaks to, I think, the, the parity within the league. Yeah, I think that's what we're seeing. And uh, you're writing in this column I was just reading about player development. And it, it's something Scott has done a great job. And you even cited, my gosh, I don't know all the stuff you read. I don't even have access to this stuff. Oddspedia or something that you brought up. And in Scott was voted um, like the top talent developer in college basketball with the people that were surveyed in this thing you were uh, you were citing. And I, I do think he's been unbelievable. And, and what they've had to learn, though, Bryce, is with these one-and-done types – you, I mean, it's like they Sohan got thrown in because of the 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 John injury, right, to the starting lineup, and and he played so well, and they developed him so quickly, he suddenly became a lottery pick, and now we're kind of seeing that with Misi. Even a few weeks ago, I I thought you could make an argument that Misi, if you paid him a, a good amount of nil money, could come back. Now I don't think that at all. And so it's a weird sort of development. They used to redshirt these guys, like you mentioned, Corey and others and Motley. Now you've got to develop them on the fly. And uh, mm-hmm. but quite honestly, Misi, like I, I think we thought Walter was going to be great right away or make a huge impact. And quite honestly, he struggled a little bit more than we anticipated. Misi is developing before our very eyes. Um, but doesn't it feel like, Bryce, like with these younger players, Scott's had to change because he just doesn't – he can't keep these guys around long enough. So they have to develop them in a hurry now. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a double-edged sword uh, because uh, I think, you know, the national championship um, allowed Baylor to elevate itself in recruiting and maybe get in some doors that they hadn't gotten in before and get some kids uh, that they hadn't gotten before. I mean, they, they, had, they had landed, you know, really top-level recruits before, but uh, but they were, you know, fewer and far between. Now um, you're getting, you know, five-star type guys every year, one-and-done guys. Um, and, and then add on to that the fact that the transfer portal has exploded to the level it has, and so you're getting a lot of those kind of guys for maybe a year um, or so. I mean, obviously, Ray J. Dennis is a guy that's only, you know, here a year. So, yeah, you're having to uh, very much develop guys on the fly, and uh, Scott mentioned it when I asked him about it, you know, that it's something that I think all of college basketball coaches are, are navigating and trying to figure out. I mean, it's, it's kind of a whole new uh, world of college basketball, and, and these coaches are still, I think, wrapping their minds around it all because I think if Scott had his preference, um, you know, he wouldn't mind having teams that, you know, work together three, four years because those are the teams that um, have the best chemistry and have the best shot to win national championships. And I think too, Bryce, it's not even just the the necessarily the one and dones like the Eve Meese and the Jacoby Walters, but you gotta you gotta remember that starting backcourt was had the same issues and that you know Ray J Dennis and Jaden Nunn had played a lot of basketball, but they hadn't played for this coach, they hadn't played in this conference, and it's in a weird way, kind of like you're putting inexperienced guys out there too. Would would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's you know kind of what I was getting at with the transfer. Yeah, people. I mean it. It uh, you know it's a thing. It's you know uh, it's college free agency, and you're, and you're seeing guys uh, jump around so much, and um, more and more. You know, I think Baylor's going to have guys in their program that are there one or two years. Uh, so how do you develop them that quickly? Um, fortunately, I think Baylor has some pretty good coaches, uh, you know, led by Scott, and, um, you know, they're able to get a lot out of guys. But but certainly I think the uh, slow-cooking, you know, crock-pot-type development, uh, you know, that may start being a thing of the past where – um, you know, guys develop over three, four seasons. And looking yeah. at Eve Meese a little bit, sorry, Matt, just wanted to, he was a guy who comes in obviously with some height, four-star, five-star guy, but you know, you've seen it for years. I mean, these big men, they're raw, and it just doesn't come in right away, and especially a guy who reclassified, so he's supposed to be a senior in high school still. You know, for every Joel Embiid you get in the college game, there's 20 or 25 Taco Falls, right? And here's Eve Meese, a guy who's supposed to still be in high school and I think is one of the most impactful players in the country. Bryce, did that surprise you how quickly he came on and, and how much he how much weight he carries for this team at this point in the season? You know, if I'm answering honestly, yes, it surprised me. Uh, now, when you first saw Eve on the court, like game yeah. one, you go, Dude, I mean that guy's a player. Yeah, he 
Yeah, he can jump. He's got all the raw athletic uh, skills. And then it was pretty interesting. Very early on in the season, he started popping up on draft boards as a as a potential first round pick. And and it was like, huh, you know. I mean, and then uh, you know, I remember early in the season, Fran Fraschilla saying, uh, comparing him to Clint Capella, uh, and it was like all right, you know, I can see that a little bit, you know. I mean, uh, but I think what has really surprised me is maybe just how quickly Eve is developing. Um, you know, he's, he's getting better just game by game, and it seems to be, you know, uh, you know, we're seeing him grow up in front of our eyes because uh, his post moves are better. You know, he's making – shots off the bounce that, you know, I don't think he was necessarily doing earlier in the season. Uh, Very early on in the year, I thought, okay, yeah, he'll be a first-round NBA pick, but much like a Clint Capella, maybe just a rim runner. Um, Now, you know, he's taking guys off the dribble. He's facing them up. He's making, like, left-handed runners. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, he. Uh, his development development is incredible, especially considering just how you know little basketball he has played. Yeah, and he's learned <clears throat> Bryce and Cam how to shoot those free throws, and that's amazing because most big guys, especially young, if they struggle, they're going to keep struggling. And there may be moments that he has, but to go seven for eight, like in a big game, and then help him come back against Kansas with that crowd going crazy, like, it looks pure. It looks like he's worked on it like crazy. And um, and that's got to be, I think, even that makes the NBA think, whoa, what? I mean, this guy uh, is uh, improving at a rapid rate. Bryce Cherry on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What are you, this, what are you expecting Sunday, Bryce, in the way of the crowd, just the and I and I and I want to take you back to like the first time you remember seeing Brittany Griner in a Baylor uniform. Obviously, we we probably weren't following recruiting as closely as we do now, but she was a big recruit. We knew she was going to have a big impact. But when it finally came time for you to meet her for you to see her in person the first time. I I can't really remember, honestly. I, I mean, I know it was she was unbelievable, and I remember watching her some on TV. And I, if I'm being honest, I wasn't watching a lot of women's basketball even then on TV, but it was like she was a stop-down type moment. What What's the first thing you remember about her, or is there like a first game you remember seeing her? Well, so the first time I met, and saw Brittany was mm-hmm. at her signing. I actually drove down to Houston. I was wow. on the Lady Bear at the time. Uh, and you mentioned, I mean, maybe recruiting wasn't as big, but, but Brittany was big because she was the number one ranked player in the country. Uh, ever, she had made a lot of headlines for her dunking in high school. And uh, I can remember. I can remember John Warner still gives me crap about this. I can remember making a prediction that her freshman year, um, she was gonna. Let's see. I think she, I think her senior year of high school, she had something like, gosh, I'm gonna get this number wrong, but it was, I don't know, 40 dunks, let's say, and and uh, and I said I figured out like, all right, 
32 regular season games. I bet she has, you know, 60-something dunks this year. And John Werner still gives me crap because he's like John. than she did in one game, you know. <laughs> uh, now, she was incredible national player of the year. I'm not taking anything away from Brittany. But I just figured, oh, they'll get a lot of breakaways and she'll – you know, but it, it, you know it's still hard to, to dunk. So, um, as certainly I know, I mean, I've only done it on an eight foot rim. So, <laughs> um, but but yeah. Uh, so I met her at her signing, and um, even then, she had that just effervescence. You know, I mean, uh, just that fun loving personality. I really enjoyed covering Brittany while she was here. The ups, the downs. Uh, you know, she was she was just fun to cover, fun to watch, and you know some of my uh, biggest memories are sitting next to Jerry Hill on press row and uh, looking up, and then playing Nobody State, and uh, you know, and it was like um, you know thirty one to eight Baylor, <laughs> and you know Brittany had fifteen points and. And the band starts chanting, Britney's winning, dun, 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 dun. (laughs) 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 And the number of times uh, that a guard would, um, like, venture into the lane and just, like, do a complete U-turn and, like, drive right back out, you know? I mean, (laughs) there's not even a stat for that. But she changed the game. Like, it changed entire game plans. You you had the game plan for her on both ends of the court. And so I, I really hope that Baylor fans turn out in droves because I think she's absolutely deserving of the honor that she's going to get. I know, you know, there was a controversial sort of ending to her career at Baylor. Um, you know, controversy a little bit has followed her uh, after that. but. Good Lord, if a Baptist school can't be forgiven, you know, who can be? <laughs> yeah, you kind of led me into that question, Bryce, of what, what what do you think the, you know, you're hoping for them to come out in droves, but what do you think the crowd reaction is going to be like on Sunday afternoon when she's in the building? I suspect that the fans who have, like, decided, okay, we're going to Buy the tickets, game, yeah. <laughs> are going to be, you know, would support Brittany mm. and, you know, thank her for her time. She was beloved at, at uh, Baylor, and I do think that that is one of the reasons people were hurt, including Tim Mulkey, when Brittany left and, and had her interview with ESPN and, and said some things. And, and, and I took some criticism at Brittany in that because I uh, – and I've never been a, a Tim Mulkey apologist, but, uh, but I felt like that uh, Baylor actually shielded Brittany from a lot of ugliness. Uh, that I, I mean, I saw it. You know, I, I went to a lot of road games in those days, and um, yeah. So I, I really think that the fans that come out on Sunday probably will be, you know, appreciative. Um, I, you know, I would be kind of surprised if, you know, there's protesters or booze or anything like that. You know, I would, you know, I think the people that maybe have issues with Brittany probably will be the ones that just stay home. Yeah, and you mentioned Kim. She'll be down the road, I think, in College Station. But, I, again, if she 
showed up, they would accuse her of trying to upstage Britney. When she doesn't show up, which is what's going to happen, it'll be like, oh, she didn't come support Britney. So really, really, Kim's no, there's no win there, and, and it would be shocking if she stopped by. And there's no love lost between them. And Bryce, we don't need to get into that, but we know the reasons, and both of them have their own reasons. And both of their reasons are somewhat valid, and and so it's um, it's not, but it's not anything that we need to adjudicate or even get into. But Bryce, um, you've got some midway stuff on your plate this evening. You got a lot to do. We had a Baylor uh, game today, Baylor baseball, and uh, Bears. Boy, pitching looked good. Didn't quite mm-hmm. Nebraska. That pitcher was dealing, so they didn't get to him sadly, and lose that one four to one. But hopefully, this will be a much better baseball season. But, uh, Bryce, I appreciate it, and I'm glad you and Cam were out there representing today uh, and, uh, and, and, and questioning Scott Drew as he heads off on this very important trip. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, appreciate, always appreciate uh, being on. You bet. And there's always a spot for Bryce Cherry as he heads off into the night to do what sports editors do. I mean, he's got to put the paper to bed. He's got to he's got to get the online version. There's still a print version. It's a very busy man. All right, let's. Um, man, we've got a lot to. That, you know, every time we start talking about that, even at the end of that cam, I kind of thought, well, we could delve into that, but I don't really want to. All of that kind of stuff. But see, when I don't explain, then it leaves other questions. Um, people are like, why well, would mostly say that? But anyway, let's get back into. Let's get off safe ground. And let's get this Baylor football thing. You've done some really good work on the Big 12 Locked On podcast. And we were talking about something yesterday. Baylor is leaning into an unlikely era as uh, they try to turn this uh, team around, this program around. We'll uh, tell you what that era is next. Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Sunday hosting Texas Tech. 2.30 for the countdown to tip off. It's a 3 p.m. tip off Sunday for Baylor Tech women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? In the distance traveled between yesterday and today? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com. In the market for a new metal roof? 
since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Sitting out stock number 141, C2. It's Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale. Work hard and play hard in a GMC Sierra from Richard Carr. Sierra is the truck for those who demand the best. During Richard Carr's 25th anniversary sale, save $10,000 on a 2024 GMC Sierra. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing for 72 months at no payments for 90 days on select Sierras in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and get big anniversary savings on your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Yeah, I was about to wrap that, that first opening lines. I could we do this did whole have thing right now. <laughs> I could yeah. say, yeah, I could do the whole the hat, song, bro. <laughs> this is a story. Um, I would say, I saw the other day, I saw, I saw the opening lines of... Uh, it said it was uh, it was stop co- collaborate and listen. Ah, uh, great one. And it and it had I don't know what it was in reference to, but it didn't remind me of an FCA. Did you all have FCA up in the Northeast? I know Aaron, you no, did not because really. you're a fellowship of Christian athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that not a big player for you? It was huge. 
We when I was growing up, at oh, all was, points in my life, uh, oh, FCA yeah. was huge. It was huge, and Baylor was heavily involved with it. But I still always think about we called on a freshman. I was vice president of our FCA there at Kaufman High School, and we called on a young freshman, great young athlete, great girl, and we said, "Hey, uh, would you?" I'm not going to say her name. Would you? say a prayer for us and she she started her prayer with lord help us to stop collaborate and let's nice <laughs> that awesome. rocks man <laughs> <That's pretty awesome. laughs> it fits great. too like it was a great, was a great <laughs> moment that is so awesome <laughs> oh, I, that even man. made me forget that i believe you were using the lines from the fresh prince of bel-air theme song to talk about bust a move but it made me what forget that say? Oh, I was? I think you said this is a story all about how, I think is what you started to say. Oh, no. That was that in that song that was playing. That would be I, Bust a Move, right? Young yeah, I think they say this that. This is a tale words. for all the fellas. This is close. Tale. Yeah, it's okay. very similar. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I just thought <laughs> okay. you were in your Don't young Will try Smith to field. Catch, catch me in something. <laughs> There's nothing um, cringier than three white guys. <laughs> Two in their fifties talking rap. <laughs> y'all, y'all talking speak see, your... and I said rap instead of hip hop. Y'all speak for yourself. That's how. That's how, uh, how lame we are <laughs> on this subject. No, <laughs> no. that's right. We had too many, too many white. We did rhyme Nito, libido, and tuxedo back to back to back, which that's is not bad. Pretty incredible. Impressive. I mean, incredible. Matt, you're a wordsmith. You have to appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Uh... That is uh, that is something I appreciate. Uh, Aaron said this during the break, and I haven't shared this on air yet. Um, Tiger is off the course, but not mm. not for the right reasons. I was hoping he would finish up, have a great round today. And uh, uh, Tiger's had to withdraw, and it's he seeks due to il- illness, but he, it shows him driving off on the on the deal with his face in his hands. His cap pulled down over his eyes. And I I wonder if this might be the last time we see him try to play competitive golf. It says he withdrew due to illness officially. This is his tournament. This was kind of going to be a celebration. We didn't think he was going to win. But wanted to see him. Played okay yesterday. Was one over. Thought he played fine. And I had to drive him off the course today. So this is uh, this is how it ends sometimes. And... It's it's not supposed to because he still looks like himself. When he's standing out there, he still looks like Tiger. He still looks like he should dominate, and yet his body is broken. His body is broken, and he can't respond. And so he has had to uh, – I mean, and it's just people from all eras. I mean, Cam, you know, our era was his – I mean, we got to see him win all of his tournaments, uh, you know, our age, Aaron, but goodness gracious, this is tough to see. You know, I don't even remember. You know, Jack got to go kind of quietly into the night and was still competitive. Uh, late, won a Masters at age 46. Tiger won that one before his accident, obviously, when he was 40, 44, 45, whatever. But, um, but yeah, this is, uh, this, is, this is tough to watch. Um, on a brighter note, this Baylor football team, I mean, Cam, as you do the the podcast each evening, you get like a new player. You know, you got a new player. We talk about these coaches, the excitement of Keenan Hall, Kapilovic, uh, Jared Anderson, Jake Spavital, and I think you and I and Aaron too have been shocked 
by how much they've leaned into the Baylor greatness, the Art Bryles days of 13, well, really 2011 through 2016. 16's where it all came apart, but it was greatness. It was the glory days of watching that Baylor offense, watching them score. Um, they gave up a lot of points. Sorry, Phil Bennett, but he you, you did. But they would make big plays, but they were incredible. And I was just looking at yesterday, how did it – oh, this came up because the Bolitnikoff Award, Dallas Baker, who coaches the Baylor receivers, was mentioning Baylor's one Bolitnikoff Award winner. Corey Coleman won it. Aaron, I think you and Cam would both agree. How many more candidates did they have along there? Kendall Wright Every could year. have been right in the yeah. mix, kind of in the early days. Um, I, I mean, Goodley, was he was tremendous. But now Katie Cannon and Terrence Williams, um, both of those guys. Like, if, if our man doesn't get hurt, Seth, I mean, that's what's crazy. Didn't Coleman, was Coleman, I guess Katie... Katie was a little bit younger than Corey, so I think. Younger. Yep. But they were both unbelievable. And it was supposed to be kind of KD's year in 2016. I think that would have been his final yep. year. And and it just it didn't work out because of everything coming crashing down. And we all know the, the history. But it is interesting to hear these new coaches and Dallas Baker. That's how we brought up yesterday, Cam. Dallas Baker tweeting about the fact that that, hey, you know, here's Corey Coleman. He was greatness. He won the Bolitnikoff Award, and we're about to run the exa- exact same offense they were running. Dun, dun. And, and I, I don't – and I – and I, by the way, I heard from Art about that. I mean, Art, believe me, he's still keeping up and watching from afar. And, I mean, it, it's just, again, a lot of Baylor fans – including the ones on this show, are feel weird about that era. We loved it. Had a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. The quarterbacks were awesome all the way through. Florence and everybody, you know, Petty, Russell, the whole gang. Um, But it ended in such dramatic and horrible fashion in scandal that it's like, well, okay, can we celebrate the 2013 team? Can we celebrate 2014 team? Oh, no, we can't. Oh, yeah, because there's this court case coming out, and it's just like the whole thing sometimes is awkward. And then you get all these new coaches come in, and they're <laughs> like, hey, by the way, y'all, we're going to run Baylor's offense from 2013-14. And I think it's kind of refreshing, you know, again, yeah. without without getting into all the horrible stuff that happened at the end of that, if you talk about the on-field product, it was incredible. And there are still people this day desperately trying to hire all of Art's protégés and all the people that came up under him. Yeah. Can we get he, – he's just become a pariah and is unhirable himself. But everybody else around him has been hired. Cam, I just, I'm just amazed to see this thing go even as fun as 19 and 21 were. And they were great. And 21 was maybe the greatest year. But, like – there's never been a sustained amount of excitement. And I'm not saying oh, yeah. they're going to go right back to that. But to to openly talk about this is what we're attempting, Cam, it's, I mean, it's got me excited. I think it's got a lot of the fan base excited. Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, I've been wondering for years why they don't embrace this part of, of their history. 
you know, just the on the field, right? And I talk about, so I came in in 2015, so I saw those 13, 14 teams from afar. I watched a lot because I knew Baylor was one of my choices, um, but I wasn't here. And when I tell people, when I was going to school off the back of those two years, like Baylor was one of the hottest places in the country. Like everyone wanted a piece of this because it was so entertaining and so good and so cool, I think is the best way to put it. You know, the 60 points a game and and the uniforms and and the swag that they carried themselves with. Like, Baylor was as cool as it has ever been. I know that surprises you, not when Matt Mosley was on campus, but rather when they were winning a lot of football games (laughs) and doing it in a very entertaining way. It's as cool as they have ever been. And I think... Baylor like has tried to. They were becoming yeah. like the new Oregon, and even with the colors and the schemes, and and of course they were doing that in basketball too. But yeah, it was. Uh, and, it, that, you're right. It and, was the. It was becoming the it school in a lot of ways. And I'm not even trying to say, hey, they should have held on to the guy. But if Art Bryles was, you know, if that scandal doesn't happen and he's still here, we're we're probably talking about anything very close to it for this program, which I don't even. I can't even really picture it happening in my lifetime, but. We were on that trajectory, and like mm-hmm. the Oregon trajectory, which Oregon has sustained it now for almost, really almost 20 years, 15 years since Chip started there. Uh, they had some momentum before that, but he's really what started it. And so it, to be able to finally tap into this is refreshing, if nothing else, because I think Baylor and the Baylor Brass were trying to just avoid it like the plague. I mean, they, yeah. they stopped yep. everything that had to do with it. Uh, they got rid of the uniforms eventually, and they didn't. They don't want to do blackout games anymore. I think probably because that was a big art to do, and you know they they've tried to appeal to the last ten or fifteen years without really embracing what those teams did. And and again, we talked about this yesterday, but like if you're a coach coming in and you're looking to see, you know, oh, you know, Baylor isn't Oklahoma or Texas. You know, they don't they don't have some of the resources these other schools have. Now, they can't play poor, but they're not as big as these other schools. So what does it take to win at Baylor? There's one sustained blueprint in 120 years of Baylor football. There's one sustained blueprint of success at Baylor. And it was in all of our lifetimes. It was not that long ago. And finally, new coach comes in and says, well, this this has worked at Baylor. Like, really, really worked. Why don't and it got so many people excited? It got a lot of people to come here. Why don't we try that again? And I think that's what's going through their heads right now. The, the Spavadals and the Keenan Halls and the Dallas Bakers and all of those guys. Kapilovic was another one, the new offensive mm-hmm. line coach. Um, of well, this this has worked, and it worked by the way with not four and five star guys. I mean. That last recruiting class was going to be the best in Baylor history. That didn't end up Correct. coming. Jalen Petrie was the only one. But it's not like Art was pulling out five stars or four stars. I mean, Stidham, but that was really it. Like, he was developing track guys and making them into terrific football players. So it's something that Baylor can be successful with, has been successful with, that you don't need to beat all the big boys in recruiting yeah. for. In fact, they were. You remember those linemen were great, but then they wouldn't be good in the NFL. Like Spencer Drango, mm-hmm. 
Um, he, he, when he first showed up, he had a guy named Jason Smith who ended up going number, number two. two overall yeah. in the NFL. And, of course, that was from the Guy Morris era, but still he, he did inherit him, and he was great at Baylor, played under Art one year, and then gets drafted number two overall. And the receivers, quite honestly, didn't really – work out in the NFL other than yeah. Gordon, who was great, but just couldn't stay on the field. Um, but when they were at Baylor in that system, they were unbelievable. And that's really all the, the only thing all we care, care about. about. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. are they during that four or five years? Oh, they didn't turn into great NFL receivers. Well, sorry. I mean, you know, I mean, you, you wish that they all would. In fact, the only real all. good ones they've put out there and who had long careers were defensive players. Xavier Howard, highest paid yeah. corner in the league. Andrew Billings, who's battled through those injuries, Waco High, great, is still playing yeah. in the NFL. It's just nuts. Just what yeah. he's had to go through. You're right. They had some great, great players on that side of the ball. They weren't great defenses, but no. they had tremendous <laughs> players over there. And uh, but yeah, it was uh, what a what a time it was. And here they go again embracing that all right if you want to chime in with us today 254-662-1660 and i did i have an announcement to make we're going to do campus confidential um but i do and uh i do want to i want you to all be listening because and cam do you have a do you have a question oh, for I us do. i do you have a trivia question for us this is an unbelievable opportunity this is the texas Sports Hall of Fame, and it's 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 tomorrow night, seven o'clock. It's the T- Legends of Texas Whiskey Festival. All right, seven to ten p.m. These tickets, general admission tickets, are a hundred and twenty-five dollars each. Okay, it's b- a big time value, and we've got a couple of tickets to give away. All right, love to give a couple of tickets away, and you'll have uh, twelve. Uh, Texas Distillers pouring samples, food, music, outdoor cigar lounge, and then these very famous judges that will be there, including Seth Russell, who we just mentioned. And, um, hey, we're going to give them away before the end of today's show. Um, Cam, in, in, the, in the first couple of winners, we'll, get, we'll, give you, uh, we'll give you each a ticket. Cam, what's the, uh, what's the uh, uh, question, trivia question? All right, so this is inspired from what our pal Aaron sent us today, and that is the, the crazy but true stat that the last 18 quarterbacks to lose their Super Bowl debut have not made it back to the big game as a starter. So obviously that just happened to Brock Purdy. This goes back a long way. Uh, so I want to know who was the last quarterback who lost his Super Bowl debut and then went back to the Super Bowl as a starter. It's one that you all know. Lost his Super Bowl debut, but now did he go back and win? Good question, Matt Mosley. He went back. He did not win. Okay, somebody who made his debut. So lost his Super Bowl Bowl, debut. Lost the Super Bowl, but then got back. Got back. Aaron's already got it. Oh, Aaron got it? Okay, good. Um, Okay. First two correct answers, you're going to get to go to the uh, to this huge thing at Texas Sports Hall of Fame, the uh, the uh, Legends of Texas Whiskey 
festival uh, Saturday night. Should I give? Should I just do two? Because somebody might want to take a friend with them. You know what I mean? Like, should we just the first person I would gets do two? It. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Okay, the first person who gets this right gets two tickets, and then you can take a friend or loved one, whatever, buddy, if if they're into, uh, or your your wife or girlfriend, however you want to do that. Um, this is a huge value. All right, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Quarterback who lost in their debut, but then got back and then lost again. Okay, uh, very interesting question. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. First, uh, first to get this one wins this unbelievable. These tickets to the. Legends of Texas Whiskey Festival. All right, Campus Confidential is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Corio Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedics can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. 
Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Painted Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please slow down. Sound advice. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from TechStop. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right, uh, we do have a winner, and uh, as we jump into our college football segment, college athletics, college basketball always shows up this time of year, but... um, the winner of uh, this this big time Texas Sports Hall of Fame, um, Texas Legends of Texas Whiskey Festival, is uh, Ron Horton. Ron Horton, good job. You uh, you got the answer correct. Uh, Aaron, give us the uh, correct answer to Cam's trivia question. Do you not know what it is, Matt? Do you want to guess? Quick. I did not. I did not really. <laughs> I was I was busy trying to busy getting ready for confidential. The, the deal no 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 i'm happy to guess i i'm having a little hard time because i it's like i wanted to say maybe like dan marino or somebody like that but but nothing. <laughs> that was the first guess by, famously by did not get back by to listeners. the super bowl dan marino. okay dan marino you would have watched not. this guy play in the super bowl at least twice on your television he he's a mate like maybe not so not jaworski because i remember him getting in 79 and I would have seen um, make his debut. I just I, I'll give you a hint. He didn't like make Jim it another Kelly. time. Oh, 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 there we go. Didn't need the hint. The okay. K gun. Okay. Jim Kelly yep. had. I was had gonna a few say cracks. didn't make it back just one time. Yeah, had a few cracks at yeah. it. Didn't quite. You bites at the apple. The losing dynasty, if there is such a thing. The <laughs> Buffalo Bills. The Bills Mafia. Aaron's team. Bills Mafia, baby. Oh, I see, I'm looking at a Bills Mafia keychain right now. That's exactly <laughs> All right. Uh, it is time for Campus Confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for your involvement, your major involvement in this segment and uh, being such a great partner. Aaron, what do we have? Well, today's top story in college athletics. A lot of people are going to be like, wait, that hasn't happened yet? The Pac-12 announced today that they, they had parted ways within battle commissioner George Klavkoff. The Pac-12, which is down to just two <laughs> schools, Washington State and Oregon State, after realignment, said it will have more details about its new leadership next week. Klavkoff's last day will be February 29th. 
and obviously I won't rehash the backstory. Everyone knows everything that happened under his watch during the uh, last realignment phase. You know, he will always be the just a a picture of failure in college athletics. Probably a little unfair to him since some of those uh, presidents and maybe even ADs got heavily involved. I think the guy maybe at Arizona State, they're about to join us soon, may have been heavily involved in some of the, no, we don't, that's not enough money. Nope, nope, let's get, we need more money. I, so, George, but George did make, have uh, some major missteps, and and then he kind of tried to get into it with your mark, and he ended up losing. Didn't you work. do not want to get in a stare down with Brett Yormark <laughs> and a man in some of those Italian suits and loafers. Unless and, uh, you are a substandard referee. In that case, you have no fear working for Brett Yormark. <laughs> well, I have not. Have you seen that guy, by the way? I've not Brett? seen him. Uh, no, no, no. The, oh, the Jeb, Hardness. what's yeah, his name? I've not track, seen him honest. ref a game since then. Have you? I haven't. But and for someone who made such a big deal of it, I haven't really tracked it very much. <laughs> right. so, you own that story until <laughs> and, until he does story. a Baylor game and like four minutes in, Pete Souza mentions that it's Jeb Hartness. Then then that's how I'll know he's doing a game again. Yeah, I think he'll. You think he'll? Do you think he's apologized to Scott Drew privately? Ooh. No, no, no. You know what? I don't think he has. I think all of the, the troubles that he's gotten into as an official has been completely ego-driven. Unless Brett Yormark right. said you have to do that to call to officiate games for us next year. Yeah. Well, it's funny that the, the home uh, crews they've had are like, since they're pretty then, good. Like great crews. <laughs> they, yeah. They're really good. They've had some really well-officiated <laughs> games yeah. since then. I'll give them that. Kip Kissinger, the bald-headed uh, ref, is like the best. I really think he might be the best of the conference. He's been on – I feel like he's been on both games, but they, they've had some good officials. They had that one guy that looks like a Marine on that last one. He was good, too. Especially, the officiating always seems better when you're blowing out a team, right? Like, hey, good officials. Good job tonight, yeah, guys. Yeah, all it <laughs> took All good. it took was one night of horrible officiating in a game that Baylor still yeah. won, and they've set themselves up for the rest of the season. Dude. Like, even the students were so dying to do a – you, you know, whatever the chant is. Ref, you um, stink. Ref, you, yeah, ref, you, you stink. Um, <laughs> You're not that your job. They started You're doing it at, at like a, 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 just a mildly bad call. I'm like, no, save it for actually bad call. <laughs> like, this is, this is yeah, not the crew. Right. This is not the crew to do that you to. You get plenty of chances. <laughs> you don't have to do it at the ticky tack. <laughs> yeah, don't house. waste it here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, oh, and people were mad at Parker Mosier for getting out of the coaching box. And I'm like, you know what? When you're beating them by 20, let Porter, you know, hang out at midcourt if he wants to. Like, I'm not really worried about Parker. But that was funny. I guess Parker was jumping out of the coach's box. They they have not policed that very well at all. So it was so stupid that that night they decided to crack down on Scott who was barely, if if even he was out of the box, he was barely out of it, on one knee, I, I should add. Thinking outside the box yes. more like it. <laughs> and, and he passed <laughs> the opposing coach who was 
10 feet further outside of the coach's box than Scott yeah. Drew was. Just walk right by him to throw Drew out. <laughs> Still unbelievable. Say, Aaron, now we can – well, I'll make fun of Otzelberger, but I kind of like I, – I should stop going to these post games because I kind of start liking people, and it makes it harder to make fun of them. But I kind of – I had a good experience with Porter. Porter Mosier, so I'm a little bit concerned about the Porter Mosier joke series. <laughs> I should right, adapt Aaron, what, he and Otzelberger's workout routine. Golly, Otzelberger. Otzelberger's a good dude, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know about, yeah. But, um, all right, Aaron, what else did we have? Congratulations to Detroit Mercy behind Jaden Stone's 25 points. They beat <laughs> IUPUI 88-81-66 last night to end a 27-game losing streak dating back to last season. That's their first win since they beat Purdue Fort Wayne in last year's conference tournament. That leaves Mississippi Valley State as the only winless oh, team no. in div- in uh, in the country. Detroit Mercy's losing streak was a high Horizon League record, breaking the old streak held by Cleveland State. And if you watch the video, one fan rushed the court. It was that was pretty, pretty epic. hilarious. <laughs> Mississippi Valley State, which. Did lose to Baylor this year. They did. Just want to keep that in mind. Uh, that was nice, man. To bring my girlfriend back into this, who is very real, okay, very real person. Um, I had Allegedly. that. I had like Allegedly. a Canadian. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> she just goes to a different school. Yes. I wouldn't know her. Lives in another town. <laughs> and, uh, I had like a picture of it up, and I was like, "Oh man, Detroit Mercy won!" And she was like, "What?" I was like, "You don't get it." Detroit Mercy versus IUPUI, and started saying, she goes, I don't think these are real schools. I don't think these actually exist. They do exist. sound made up, but and I was they like, no, 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 you don't get it. Dick Vitale used to coach at Detroit Mercy, and, and at IUPUI, Indiana University of Purdue, University of Indianapolis. Like She's like, that's not real. They've been a tournament team a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So great, I, great for Detroit Mercy, man. That was awesome. Vitale was, was there? I thought he, he was, was there. yeah. He coached them and the Pistons. I think ABA Pistons. They were terrible. Awful, awful, awful. Uh, oh Detroit, the University of Detroit, which I think is as it was known back then, was like his only real successful stop. Yeah. Except ESPN. I always, to, when I hear that name, Detroit Mercy, I think it's like a bad, you know, NBC. Hospital drama. drama. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, that's exactly such right. a good point. You hear that? Yeah, you hear that Jim Nance is previewing that in the, at the end of the 425 game. You watch Detroit Mercy. Uh, Featuring the primetime return of Anthony Edwards. <laughs> we had something like that come up during the Super Bowl of someone at the party was like, oh, you know what? I kind of want to watch that show. It sounds good. And I just had this thought in my head, and I'm thinking, I don't think a show, a network sitcom or network drama that has been previewed during a football game has ever sounded good to me in my life. Oh. And looking at the ratings and how long those last, I'm not the only one there. No, but the greatest was just when Summerall would just say, uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, murder, she wrote. Golly. I mean, that was just, you were just like, yep, Angela Lansbury is going to be doing her thing. The she only, the only one crimes. of those shows that they would talk about that actually – made me want like was compelling enough for me to almost want to watch it is 60 minutes which is really telling you something yeah are you seeing but you never did watch it i mean i did from time to time they have some good segments uh but i felt bad for the show that was supposed to be premiering after the super bowl premiere after the super bowl great lead-in and all of a sudden it goes to overtime 
Now, Cam, feel free to stay, but I know you got you got major calls to be on. I do. Uh, thank you. Thank you for your service well, this you. week. Say hi to Lori for me. All the way through. the, the <laughs> She's asked that you depart. <laughs> I don't um, know that that's true. Cam Stewart, ladies and gentlemen, a strong week for Cam. Cam, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. I hope so. I hope I'm back on next week. We'll see about that. I'll, I'll text you Sunday night. They have a there think about goes. it. Bye, Cam. <laughs> okay, there you go. Cam Stewart, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it is time. Lori Fogelman. And uh, excited to visit with her. And she is on the call for this huge game Sunday afternoon. Let's talk Brittany. Let's talk with Lori. Let's do it next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics medical director, Dr. Aaron Wolkoff, explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics Regenerative Treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern-looking feel. 
Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine, open to the public seven days a week, five to ten, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Just like any good coach, we are recruiting new members. I'm Joe Betsy Tyler, president of First Central Credit Union, offering personal signing bonuses like free reward checking, refunds on ATMs nationwide, direct deposit available up to two days early, and jumbo rate CDs. It's time to sign with the winner. Go online at firstcentralcu.com or try First Central's free mobile app. Member NCUA. Everything we Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is... Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, starting off the 5 o'clock hour. And let's get right to our guest, Lori Fogelman. Lori, uh, what a what a weekend this is going to be and what a Sunday afternoon. And you got to call a game. Isn't it almost uh, isn't it almost weird to think? I mean, it feels like just a celebration. But there is going to be a game attached to this. You might want to go out and try to win a game. Um, are you... Uh, are you excited? Like you got to call this game. You've also got your your job over there, uh, Baylor Media and PR, and and uh, doing such a great job over there as a VP in that area. I mean, I, I, I mean, this is. But th- again, this is um, this has been something we've been pointing to for weeks now. How excited are you about it? And how much work have you put in uh, to kind of get ready for this? Well, I am very excited about this weekend, but I kind of feel like Coach Colin or Coach Nikki does right now is that that uh, you'll focus on that moment when it's that moment, but when it's time to lace up your shoes and, and get on the court, they are fully locked and ready for the basketball game because uh, with all uh, – with uh, uh, Brittany Griner, uh, one of the best college basketball players ever, uh, and certainly uh, – one of the best ever to put on a Baylor uniform in attendance along with other Baylor alumni and, and uh, uh, former players, you want to win. I mean, number one, that's the, that's the focus, but boy, will it be exciting to, uh, to welcome back uh, Brittany Griner to Baylor and uh, have her representative, the, uh, the seventh woman uh, for Baylor women's basketball Mm -hmm. to have her Jersey retired. Yeah, you probably wondered if this would ever happen, and it, it is happening. And I'm, I'm sort of curious. You've been calling uh, Baylor games for a good many years now, had a little bit of break, and then back on the call. Uh, and, uh, boy, you get to hear those right here on ESPN Central Texas. But, Lori, what was your 
what's your first memory of Brittany? What do you what do you remember about the first time you ever crossed paths, or maybe even your first interview with her? What was the what when did when did that happen? Because boy, she was a star from day one, but um, but also a good teammate. I mean, it's always tough to to be that huge of a star and the fa- like the face of women's basketball at the time, but then be about winning. And of course, she was about that uh, as well. But what 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 comes to mind? What was the first time you remember meeting Brittany, and what were your first impressions? You know, I, I'll just go back to that first game in 2009. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we all knew about Brittany. We knew she was transformational. We knew she played above the rim. But until you, until you saw it in person, we didn't really understand what exactly that meant. What was BG actually going to be like in competition on the court? And, and you know what, uh, Matt, she could not have started her Baylor career in a less conspicuous manner because that first game in 2009 was on the road in Knoxville, Tennessee versus Pat Summit's Tennessee Volunteers <laughs> in the State Farm Tip-Off Classic on national television and, uh, you know, the whole world was watching at that point. You know, will she dunk? That was probably the big question. But probably for the Baylor team at that time, it was still, how do we play with somebody who's 6'9", with these incredible physical gifts? I mean, how do you pass the ball to her? How do we all play to, together? Uh, you know, Baylor ended up losing that game um, by nine points, they lost 74 to 65. But, you know, what was uh, amazing, though, is that you just fast forward to March Madness and Baylor and Tennessee met up again in Brittany's freshman year in the Sweet 16, back in the state of Tennessee, this time in Memphis. But uh, Baylor was a much different team by that time that March came around. Uh, Baylor defeated Tennessee in that game. Uh, then had this miraculous comeback to beat Duke and ended up in the final four that year in San Antonio. So it just goes to show you what you do in November. Sometimes, you know, you're going to have some difficulties all throughout the year. Uh, Baylor was nine and seven in the big 12 in that time. You know, I think people forget that because you ended up in the final four, but you were nine and seven in conference play because you were still trying to to figure it out and get your sea legs under you underneath you. But once they figured it out, uh, they ended up winning. And and it was so exciting to be on that, uh, you know, to see BG and Melissa Jones and others in that uh, um, to be in that big spotlight uh, in 2009. And then of course we, uh, or 2010, excuse me, knowing that we always wanted to get back there again, because it's sure hard to get back to a final four. That was a long way uh, for me to answer your question. No, I like listening to all that. Uh, Don't worry. Um, uh, Now, the the fans and and the way she related to the fans, you know, by that time, obviously, Baylor had already started having major success, but then she shows up, and and I'm sure everybody through airports or wherever – People would stop and stare. They weren't used to seeing someone that tall. Um, you know, what, what was she like interacting? Was she shy 
in those early days, or had she been, you know, had so much attention even as a high school player? Did she kind of embrace it? What was what was it? What was her personality like even early on? Embraced it. She uh, not only was she dominant, transcendent, a force to be reckoned with on the court, but off, super fun, extroverted, sweet, kind. Uh, just a delightful person to be about uh, around. And what I would suggest, if somebody doesn't know her uh, off the court, uh, Baylor Plus has produced some some great highlights, uh, not only of, of some of her uh, great moments on the, the basketball court, but some BG moments, what they call from the vault. And uh, I remember one, this is 2012, and we were on the plane with the the cheer the cheerleaders the band and getting ready to fly for that first and second round in Ohio and uh, BG did a tour of the plane by video and just mm-hmm. interacted with everybody particularly her fellow students and it's fun and engaging and it's exactly who BG was just a a fun sweet kind uh extroverted individual all right, I was trying to look at that video. Who was that first dunk against at the Farrell Center? And what's crazy is, and I like your response, by the way, on Twitter, and there, somebody was asking, you know, Baylor uh, social media was saying, where were you? And Brittany first threw it down the Farrell Center, and you said at the radio table. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you, was were you kind of like, you knew she had dunked in the past. But to see somebody rise up and not need a head start, right? I mean, that's what was so crazy about what, rewatching that is to see her gather in the lane and go up and dunk. I, I don't know. Even Michelle Snow or whoever it was at Tennessee that maybe first dunked, I don't think we saw that. We didn't see anybody just turn around in the lane and dunk like that. What were who was that against, and and what was your reaction? Could you were you almost speechless when you saw it? I think I was speechless, uh, and, uh, and Rick May was the one who had yeah. uh, the call on that. And I may have said something like, "You're right, Rick. That was amazing." I don't know what I said, but <laughs> but it was early, you know, in her freshman season, and she was the seventh, you know, the seventh woman uh, to dunk in, co- in a college basketball game, and that was against Jacksonville State. And I mean, it was one of those go up with your right hand and throw it down. And, you know, everybody was waiting for it. And we really didn't know what what was it going to be like. You know, she had dunked all throughout high school and AAU. But what would it be like in this kind of atmosphere with, you know, everybody watching you? But let me tell you, it was it was a throwdown. And it was so (laughs) stunning to see it at first because with with power and grace and great joy as well. It was so much Mm -hmm. fun to – uh, to be able to see that and and just be right uh, right next to Rick as he made the call because that was going to be part of of uh, his legacy as well is how how Rick called all of those dunks throughout her mm-hmm. her uh, incredible career at Baylor. Ah, uh, Lori Fogelman joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, how did things evolve? You see it her freshman year. She just keeps getting better, uh, more dominant, unlike the men's game where the players leave so quickly. We get to, we get to keep her there for, for those seasons. 
what did um, what what did you see, and and what was that relationship like? I know how it was at the end. We don't need to get into that, but I mean, they, she and Kim really got along well, and and boy, benefited from each other in a huge way. What what was kind of what what how did you see things evolve from that freshman year? Like, what were the parts of her game? where she got better, and then how did Kim start to use her maybe in even different ways? Well, I think you can see it if you go back and watch some of her highlights. Uh, I was watching those last night from her freshman, sophomore, and junior years. And, you know, it, it, you're so in the moment when you're, you're um, on the sidelines and, and covering ga- a game for the radio that it's not until you go back and you watch game film now, and, I mean, my mind was blown away. I mean, she came in incredibly uh, skilled. And, uh, uh, and again, we knew transformational. That's what we were going to see. But, but we weren't – I mean, I wasn't really prepared to see someone that, that Kim said, just get ready because she plays above the rim. And I don't think we've seen anybody play above the rim since then – uh, like BG did, and to watch her grow, it, it, it's all the simple things. She had all the skill in the world, but it uh, it was using your feet, you know, to maneuver yourself differently. Um, it was, you know, understanding, you know, you don't have to to be able to. If you watch some of that game film, you can see the way she would maneuver in the paint and in uh, score in a reverse layup or passing to other teammates stepping out and nailing a three, you know, she's a, and that mid-range jumper, she was just as good there and as good from the free throw line. Uh, But, but it was all about the team all learning how to play with each other, her teammates, you know, learning how to uh, really pass the ball to somebody who was six, eight or six, nine in the right place, Um, you know, to be in, to be prepared for BG, to shoot that back out to you if somebody was collapsing three people on her, you know, and be ready to to knock the shot down. I think that's how you saw the growth uh, throughout those, those years. But uh, she was a player who um, just, just grew incredibly well and was so prepared and ready to step into the pro game uh, to play on the big Olympic stage and, and uh, you know, to just keep making strides in, in women's basketball. I like, you know, one of her teammates after she dunks it is out there like jumping around. You know, it's just funny to see them like turn into little girls almost. Sure. Um, in in that moment, they were so excited about it. Do you remember like which teammate was she closest to? I mean, you've made an important point. They had to get to know her, know how best to utilize and complement her game, whether that's you know, being out there, being ready to hit the three or whatever. What do you remember about her her teammates? Like, who are the who who kind of fed off her the most? You know, I think if you just start with her freshman year, one of the key yeah. players there was Melissa Jones because okay. you had a a smart, heady veteran player, and uh, one of my favorite dunks in that freshman year. I think it was her freshman year. It may have been her sophomore year, but anyway, Melissa Jones was part of it. And uh, uh, BG was trailing behind Melissa in like a two-on-one situation. And, and uh, Melissa just like had eyes in the back of her head. 
you know, one of those kinds of players. And uh, Brittany trailing her, she just threw the ball back behind her without looking, just knowing Brittany's there. Brittany grabbed it with two hands, <laughs> took a step, and two-handed slam, a little bit of a hang on the rim, and came down. And Melissa was so excited when that happened. I mean, what a what a play. And some of those that you, you forget as the as time goes on because – Again, the, the the seminal moment is just is bringing home a national championship and and just that whole forty and O march during that twenty eleven twenty twelve season. What was the one? It wasn't there one they should have had, right? I mean, they were they had the unbelievable uh-huh. season, but you feel like with a player of her magnitude, maybe you left one on the table. Was that the which season would that have been? Or maybe I mean in in your mind, I mean I think that's the only thing we always think about. She had this great career, but you're like, wait, how did we not have two at least two national titles instead of one? Sure. I mean, because of course you, you know, get greedy it, with things like that. Yeah. Sure, and it, that you know you there are so many variables as you well know throughout yeah. sports, and and at the end of that uh, 2010 season, uh, Baylor lost to Texas A&M. Excuse me, 2011 season. Yeah, and. Uh, so 10-11, um, and A&M ended up defeating Baylor and went on to win the national championship that year. And, uh, you know, Baylor had suffered some really unfortunate injuries, and, and uh, the biggest one was to Melissa Jones. And, um, you know, where, where she was probably, I don't know, maybe 50% uh, because lost sight and an eye because of a, just a, uh, a freak accident during Ooh. a game. And, and um you know, we just we did not have enough firepower, and A and M caught caught uh, caught fire. And uh, you see how you can get just one win, and it can just spark you yeah. and get you to a national championship. Well, that fed the beast for Baylor in the 2011-2012 season. After that loss to A and M, I mean, singularly focused, ready to finish the job, and they just they just motored through uh, 40 games to yeah. win. And uh, but but they they were a singularly focused, ready to play uh, basketball team and uh, ready to to bring home the, the trophy to Baylor. All right. Um, well, the ceremony will be at two forty five. Everybody needs to be there mm-hmm. early. Uh, doors open at one thirty on uh, Sunday afternoon. And, and there'll be like jer- uh, T-shirts, I think, um, all sorts of stuff. If you arrive real early. Uh, which I would advise. Uh, it's not that early, but the the BG poster and stickers I think will be handed out. And so there's a dunk like BG challenge that's taking <laughs> place. So uh, there's a lot of things happening. But as you said, they need to they need a win. Uh, this team's not playing particularly well right now. Now that happens when you play good teams. But you know, even going out to BYU, I mean, you can't. To me, you can't lose that game. I mean, if you're what we thought this team was. You can't go out there and lose. Not to say they don't have good players, but again, what, what's the? Um, wh- you know, our focus is going to be on the ceremony, but still, you got to focus on this game. Uh-huh. Um, what's the biggest problem right now? Why, why has this team kind of landed in this uh, situation where they may, after being number four in the country, may drop out of the top twenty-five? Is it just the the shooting woes? Is it on the defensive end? What do you think is the biggest reason to, that they are in this funk? Well, Coach Nicky talked about it today in the the, uh, the media room uh, with reporters, and and uh, I think the focus right now is just to come out 
got to come out consistently uh, with uh, with great energy and with great focus and uh, with with great focus on the game plan at hand. Not to say that they haven't been doing that, but it's it's it, it it's crunch time now, and they all realize that it's it's time to focus because you have five games left. But that's one of the reasons that I also brought up. Um, because I think people go, yeah, Baylor ended up in the uh, 2010 Final Four, but not realizing that the Big 12 Conference was brutal that year, and it was no cakewalk for Baylor at that time, and they finished 9-7. and seven. But, you know, a couple of wins along the way, they righted the ship, the shots start falling, you, um, you, you are more comfortable and uh, you can end up winning games. Of course, now's the time to do that. You know, the, I think the team is, you know, they're excited about, about BG and the opportunity um, just to be a Baylor basketball player here to honor her and her legacy. But when it comes time to focus, they, they'll be ready. They'll be ready to focus on Texas Tech and winning this basketball game this weekend. And isn't it interesting, it's Texas Tech with the legacy they have and, and even involving PG, a little of the controversy, which I won't drag you into that, but uh, you certainly were there to call that game and know what I'm talking about. So a yeah, fascinating day. Um, Lori, thank you uh, for doing this. Uh, very busy time. Have a great call. We'll be listening, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, 3 o'clock, 2.30 on the pregame, and I would imagine you'll be carrying right there the ceremony uh, on ESPN Central Texas. Really, uh, really appreciate the time today. You bet. And uh, a reminder, too, that you can get tickets for as little as $20. They're available at uh, BaylorBears.com slash tickets. Remember, every seat in the house will have a commemorative BG T-shirt, so you don't want to miss that. You want to get your BG poster and sticker uh, while they last, you could take pictures with all of her trophies, which will be on display, I think, for the first time. And uh, uh, you'll have an opportunity to uh, uh, take a photo with BG's uh, jersey. And, uh, yeah, you don't want to miss that dunk-like BG challenge uh, at the half. Uh, I think students have been sending in dunk videos. And uh, so it'll be really exciting to see which ones actually get out there and try to dunk like BG. You win, you get an autographed basketball signed by head coaches Nikki Collin and Scott Drew. So it should be a wonderful time and a great, a great thing for uh, to be represented for BG because she loved her fellow students here at Baylor, and it's going to be fun for them to be connected with her uh, through her great legacy here at Baylor. All right, and then go get a win. Um, Lori, yes. thank you. Uh, have a great call Sunday, and, and uh, look forward to seeing you soon. All right, appreciate it. Thank you so much. There she goes, Lori Fogelman, uh, Baylor Media and PR, the uh, AVP. She's the AVP over there, Associate Vice President, and, um, and then calls the games now with Derek, Baylor women's basketball. Derek was up there calling baseball today with Tom. And um, that's kind of fun. Our own Tom Barfield, our good friend, back on Baylor baseball. Um, Aaron, did you get to hear any Tom? Did he? Did he? I mean, was you rusty early? Did he kind of by the by the? I see. The good thing is he's kind of like a middle reliever, right? Derek does the early innings, and then Tom had a chance to kind of get his sea legs going. But uh, I would imagine he sounded 
he sounded really good. Uh, Aaron, any, pretty pretty strong work by uh, Mr. Barfield. It was. He he sounded like he he had called a game yesterday. Nice. Him and Derek had a had a really great call for the game today. It was really really top notch. Good. Good. That was uh, you heard that earlier today because uh, it was an eleven o'clock start and it preempted press box, but uh, press box will be back on Monday. We'll be back on um, Monday as well. We'll be back next segment, in fact. And uh, Aaron and I have some thoughts we want to share with you as uh, we get you ready for a big basketball weekend. Let's talk some men's hoops and then we got a a few breaking news items to share with you one involving tiger woods that's next baylor big 12 basketball on espn central texas the bears hit the road in big 12 play headed to morgantown to take on west virginia saturday 4 30 for the countdown to tip off 5 p.m tip off saturday follow the bears through the big 12 conference with pat nunley and john morris here on the flagship station for baylor basketball espn central texas Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive through on the way home. Order online at paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos, voted the best pizza in Waco. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family buy new roads are you sick and tired of those achy joints dread the idea of surgery you need to call qc kinetics today it is matt mosley i know what it's like to have neck pain the state of health care is always changing the old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options regenerative medicine at qc kinetics is transforming lives with innovative non-surgical drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results this is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief 
with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100, QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. You play, you win on the Mosley Show. Way to go, Ron. Ron H. I don't know if he wants his full name on the air. We'll give him that option. But um, he won. Uh, We had a trivia question. Kind of an interesting question. It was like there was this huge list today of NFL quarterbacks who made their debuts their first ever time in the Super Bowl, but then never won one or or maybe even didn't return. There's a, there's a pretty good amount, of, a pretty long list, but then there was somebody who returned. I think Cam's trivia question based off that was like, who returned to the Super Bowl after making their debut and then lost again and never won one? And the answer ended up being Jim Kelly. And Ron H. won that. And he won two tickets to the uh, Legends of Texas Whiskey Festival Saturday night. That's tomorrow night at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. And um, there's a limited number of tickets available at the door Saturday night. And um, almost sold out of the VIP tickets, which allow you to get in at 6. And, um, yeah, that's kind of a neat deal. But uh, it's a huge value on this. I mean, $125, and uh, and Ron won a couple of tickets, and I think he's going to have a big time. So we like giving tickets away. Aaron, I used to like giving Baylor tickets away. Wasn't that fun when we used to do that? constantly giving tickets away wouldn't that be something to give tickets away to bg's big game those tickets right now only twenty dollars but uh yeah yeah those those days uh those were fun those were fun times um bg remember you know it's gonna be great hey, the jersey it'll be unveiled and then all the stuff we were just talking to Lori fogelman about and uh, Lori will be on the call with derek um I don't know. How many more games does Baylor play in baseball? they got two more games. I'll have to figure that all out. Um, you've got the – you've and that game's going to be, I believe, on ESPN2 on Sunday afternoon. I think I saw that. There's the dunk-like BG Challenge. Aaron, do you think that'll be on a – at first I thought maybe they'd do like on an eight-foot goal and just have some fun with it. But what they'll do is they'll actually have – see, I don't know. There's no – there's not a lot of students who are going to show up that can dunk. 
on a 10. Now, there'll be a ringer. At some point, some ringer will show up, and somebody will be able to do a great dunk. There was some uh, Kappa Sig when I was at Baylor, and, oh, my gosh. And he played. I think he walked on and played on the basketball team, which was a lot easier to do back then. Um, and his his name was, I think, Ryan Kibbe. And I think he he was a big dunker. Now, another walk-on player back then, Aaron, was Grant McCaslin, now coach at Texas Tech. Aaron, do you think Grant McCaslin has ever dunked on a 10-foot goal? I would say no. No, no. He is not Spud Webb. He is not Spud Webb. (laughs) I do not think Grant – now, Grant had a lot of ability, and he had a lot of heart. I do not think Grant ever dunked a basketball. Aaron, I'm starting to kind of wonder, and now that they they their big man got hurt, and we'll see how that is. He's trending in the right direction. Um, Aaron, let's call up these these Saturday games because I love when we talk about the upcoming. We got Baylor and West Virginia. That's a tough one. I believe that's a five o'clock start on that. It'll be four thirty on the pregame. So great Baylor basketball all weekend. That's a five p.m. tip off, four thirty. For the for the uh, pregame show here at ESP in Central Texas, but I just I'm kind of excited about Aaron the uh, oh just the let's see what is today let's go to February 17th just the whole lineup tomorrow of games across college basketball because we finally football's over I don't like that I don't love football being over but now we can truly put our full focus on college hoops. Aaron, I would say, as I'm looking over this deal, I think that CBS game, that's a noon start, Houston hosting Texas. Aaron, would you like to guess how much the Cougars are favored over over the rival, the old SWC rival, Texas Longhorns? Without looking, sir, would you like to guess what the line is on that game? Eight. Eleven and a half. Yeah, them at home. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> I guess, but still, I mean, I, I mean, Texas is talented. I mean, they may not be great, but they've kind of been playing a little better. Um, and so they could they could kind of get back in there. This is the this is the game of the day in the conference, in my mind. And then maybe I don't know what's Kansas doing. I have to see. Oh, well, that's a good game. That's a good game. Kansas is in Norman. That's a 3 p.m. start on Big ESPN. 3 p.m. start on Big ESPN because they they put every one of Kansas's games on that. But that's a good game. Kansas at OU, and I give OU a fighting chance there. I, I think they've got a chance. In fact, let's look at the line on that game. Aaron, would you like to guess without looking? What do you think? I'm going to go ahead and tell you that KU is favored to win on the road at o- in Norman. What? Are, how much do you think they're favored by? Shouldn't be favored by much. Three. Point and a half. Okay. Point and a half. They overshot it. Yeah, they, yep. they, they've been terrible on the road. Yep, not good. Not good. Okay, this is the, this is the segment where <laughs> – Aaron and Matt guess lines, but Aaron's Aaron's playing the game right now. Um, 11 a.m. 
tomorrow. Ooh, I was supposed to play tennis during this, but I really want to watch this game. Now think about this, Aaron. Texas Tech, good team, good team. Going to Iowa State. Everybody want to watch that, right? 11 a.m., ESPN Plus. All right. All right. That's fine. But I, I love, by the way, I love the app. I mean, I need it. I have to have it for all the, the Baylor women's basketball and all that stuff. I do love the app. Um, tech is in Ames. Aaron, um, as you would expect, Iowa State, number 10 team in the country, is favored. By how much do you think they're favored over Texas Tech? Five. You're doing pretty well. Uh, seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. And you may have seen this one, but let's pretend that you didn't. Baylor goes to Morgantown. Ooh, I'm going to say I Baylor. Hope they, I hope they chill out on on Bridges. Do you yeah. think they're going to be mean again? I no, bet they will be. Probably. It's been a bad year for them. <laughs> they're probably not going to. The, the ones that do show up probably aren't going to be happy. I'd say Baylor probably a point and a half favorite on the road. But oh, this is the only one you've 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 really whiffed on. Baylor by seven and a half. Oh wow. Okay. I guess they think they okay. Would you like to would you like to guess West Virginia's overall record right now? <laughs> Having a pretty good season. Pretty pretty strong season. Aaron, I'll just tell you, they are eight and sixteen. That's bad. That is bad. <laughs> Let me tell you, okay, um, okay, <laughs> there does not even appear to be a line on the BYU-Oklahoma State. My gosh, Oklahoma State's hosting BYU. What's the deal? You don't want to put a line on that game? I I, I, I heard Boynton talking about NIL stuff today. He's, uh, he's entered the – he knows it's over. Everybody knows it's over. But they're going to let him coach out the season stage. And so it's just kind of like weird, you know, like weird, uncomfortable press conferences. And he did a whole thing on NIL and all that. And I don't, I don't know. I watched some of it. I love the guy. I I just don't know what to tell you. Um, Okay, Aaron, another game that's interesting. TCU goes to Manhattan. Hmm. That game is on ESPNU at 11 tomorrow morning. Um, I, again, I do not know why they don't have the spread on this game, but who do you like in that one? Do you think TCU wins or do you think Tang rallies, his, <laughs> rallies his team and gets the win? They're just like most big 12 teams, but them, especially they are kind of, uh, kind of magical at home. I'm going to say Kansas okay. State pulls the upset. Aaron goes with Tang Aaron and Aaron used to drink, um, well, that that uh, was going to sound weird, so I'm not even going to complete <laughs> that. Been used to um, quite a bit. Uh, yeah, it was a good. It was a good drink. Um, the Cincinnati. Ooh, I would have guessed right on this one. Kansas State, a uh, point and a half favorite. That would been my okay. that guess actually. Okay, point and a half. Now the Bearcats go to UCF. This is a good one. It's a good matchup. Cincinnati, I. I like man. They'll they'll duke it out with you, and so will UCF. I think UCF is a tough place to play. I've kind of got Wes Miller as a low key good coach. I kind of like him. Like right now, between Mark Pope, Johnny Dawkins, Cincinnati, and and Kelvin Sampson, 
I got Kelvin as the best coach, obviously, of the new teams. I think I put Wes next, and then I put Pope. I, I think Pope has more talent out there. And then I've got Johnny Dawkins, who I like. And Johnny's not a bad coach, but he's not. I think those. Are, I would put him fourth of that crew. And then um, right now, Aaron, if you're ranking the coaches in the Big 12, given everything we know, I would go, uh, see, you almost have to put, you got to put self first. And I, because he's got the national title, I, I will put Scott ahead of Kelvin, although Kelvin's unbelievable. I'll put Kelvin third. If you do that, Aaron, who is the fourth best coach in the Big 12? Ooh, now that's a good question. <laughs> I Right now, I, I mean, I'd love to say Tang, but I think I'd have to go with Otzelberger. Yeah, I think that's right. He's great. A little He's longer track record than, than Coach yeah. Tang as a head coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although Tang, boy, went deep last year. I do love uh, – and, and, boy, Grant's on the come. Grant McCaslin. All right, we got to – we got to say goodnight. And we don't want to do it, but we're being forced to. Uh, that is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Morrison's Gifts and would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Delhi. Hey, Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, 
Couple that with the number one rated service department in the state. The choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, I mean, on behalf of Ward Whites and Aaron Sexton and our entire broadcast family, we have to say goodbye. It's only for a little while, though, because we got Baylor basketball tomorrow. We got Baylor baseball tomorrow. We got Baylor women's basketball Sunday. We got more Baylor baseball. It's a very, very, we got Baylor women, we got Baylor softball, they're in Louisiana, and um, and that's what we do. I mean, you know, we're the flagship station, and um, and uh, we, we put a lot of these games on, and uh, that is why Baylor always chooses to continue partnering with ESPN Central Texas. All right, the um, uh, news is out on what Tiger what was going on um and they had emt trucks out there everybody was was like what's going on and his representative said correct he said that it's not his back he said it's, his back's fine it was all medical illness dehydration and now the symptoms are reversing themselves now that he's had an iv so he got out there and got dizzy and he had a little bit of fever Thought he was better during the warm-up, but, but had some issues out there on the course. So that, this is good news. If it's truly not his back and it was the flu or flu-like symptoms, uh, this is good news. And uh, so I was really starting to worry about old Tiger. All right. Um, have a great weekend, Aaron. Thanks for all your hard work. Thank you for Ward White's. I'm Matt Mosley saying good night. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check.